go. Shin O'Neill are back, episode 22, the Lakota Indian Tribe, providing the music for today's show. Thank All you. proceeds of today's show go to the Lakota Indian Tribe. So that'll be a check for zero dollars to the <laughs> Lakota Tribe. We're coming to you live from room 721 in Seattle. We're on the road right now. At the Grand Hyatt, if you're ever here and you want to see where t- episode 22 was uh, <laughs> recorded, I request this room. Probably be on a tour bus that goes around all the sites that Dana Shinodial saw while they were in Seattle. Right now we have the door propped open because there's a guest in the room. Uh, said that it's getting a little ripe in here, I guess. O'Neill just uh, used the facilities. It's not, <laughs> it's not getting a little ripe. It is ripe in here. It's 100%. It smells like that music was perfect for the intro. You think it smells I, like a teepee in here? Oh, it smells a worse lodge? than a teepee Sweat lodge? It smells really. It smells like like the inside of a dying raccoon in here. That's what <laughs> Dude, it smells I, like in here. Ladies and gentlemen, let's, let's, yeah, let's introduce let's our guest. Our guest is uh, who says it smells in here, and he just weighed in. None other than Steve Renazizi. He's known for Daddy Knows Best. He's done some other stuff. Mostly that's career. what I'm known for. He's done Daddy some other best. stuff. It's, it's on it's every all of your uh, stand-up posters. It says Daddy Knows Best it's on there. Right? I know. He <laughs> was Steve. Was we were gracious enough to bring Steve out on the road here to Seattle with us. We I said, Hey, look, we don't feel like doing an hour. Why don't you do your hour? <laughs> all right, and then yeah, and then you guys just muff around for 25 minutes beforehand. You know. That'll, that's probably the case. We've had, uh, we've had a good time. We By saw the way, s- I think the the music was also appropriate because we are in the whitest place I've ever been in oh, my entire life. Absolutely. Very PC crowd so far. If yeah, you even true. say, we said the word Asian and we got owed. Yeah. Just said it. Well, because they, they are... They're like the minority here, but they are not. Like we're actually in Bellevue. We should specify Bellevue, we're not yes, in Be- Seattle, yeah. Bellevue, Washington. We're uh, it's where Microsoft is yes. for those Bill Gates fans. We're out in there. the Microsoft building. We're performing in the mall below the Microsoft building. Yeah, it's like a, one of those little tiny, like uh, mini structures. Small, you know, Lucky Strike. O'Neill had uh, a, a group sex the other night with Bill Gates and his wife and Melinda. Yeah, yep. at, at the foundation. Special. How was it? Eh, you know, it was all right. Okay. Yeah. I've had better threesomes <laughs> with billionaires before. Was Zuckerberg? Hey, look, what, I, tell us. I'm about not a with, I'm not a threesome bottom feeder. <laughs> I only go for the top. Tell us about that experience in Kauai with Zuckerberg and his newlywed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was better. That one that was definitely better. Speaking of Asians, yeah, is there someone in here? Nope. <laughs> I feel like no. right now uh, no we feel guests. a little self conscious because the door is wide open because. Steve still can't tolerate the smell. What yet. does it smell well, like it, in here? Well, let's just give him a little geography. I'm staying directly across the hall. In a so suite. I'm yeah. watching my room, literally. It's being cleaned because I am a normal person who has hygiene and standards. <laughs> but I heard how this whole, the genesis of me being on the show is, the only reason I'm here is because it's, I was like, Go, I'm going to get my room cleaned. I'll come hang out in your room. Obviously, you're going to get your room cleaned, too. But then we're not. And, and all you that were happens, is bringing in more towels and yeah. water like savages. That's all well, we we'll need. get it cleaned and we'll make it a mobile podcast said. and we'll go Let's across. Let's bring it across over there. Yeah. We're only here done. for so a couple nights, so why not just get filthy and then you leave it in this, in this state? Yeah, I know. I just, but, and I guess for you guys, because you live in it, 
it's it's fine. You know, you don't Cause, wait because we live in this sort <laughs> the of smell. Filth yeah, and squalor. And the smell. Everything's it's mostly good. the smell. The, the room is fine. I, I mean, told you something exactly. smelled in that bathroom. And I think it's musty, moldy towels. It was weird, though, that you said that pre-destroying that bathroom, that you were calling that out. <laughs> <laughs> you think that... I, you, I know. Is it, is this, I think that's just you reaching for any other... It was, yeah, it was, just, call, it was just calling for the anything. inside of your butthole. Dude, because I, I wasn't in there. And you're like, oh, it smells in here. And then you went in and shut the door. And then you came out. <laughs> yeah. So Dude, it seemed convenient. I would stay at a hotel in Bonneville, uh, Salt Flats in Utah. And so... Someone took a shit and turned the fan on, but the fan blew it directly into the into the bedroom. Through directly. The- <laughs> so we're all like, why does it smell? We look at the exhaust fan, and you can see into the bathroom, and it's just blowing the shit in. Oh, so God. it's like the guy in the bathroom, yeah, he doesn't have to bl- live with it, but no. then everybody out in the where you have to sleep oh. has to. It leads to a lot of bad feelings, a lot of bad blood. Yeah. There's, oh there was God. a lot of bad blood on that trip. Speaking of bad blood, let's talk about, since we have Steve here, let's talk about your relationship with, uh, we talk about him a lot on the show, Steve O'Neill has been making some supposed drive-bys yeah, by your neighborhood. A quick update of Steve O'Neill, brought to you by roving reporter Stephen Renizzi. <laughs> um, yeah, reluctant roving reporter, okay? <laughs> Not wanted to be part of this at all, reporter. Hey, you can't blame me. He just wanted to know what your address was. I know, and you told him. That's the problem. <laughs> so now, the other day, I'm unloading some Christmas stuff out from the back of my car into the house. <laughs> I see a small four-door grayish silver sedan go by rather slowly. I'm looking because it's going slowly. I lock eyes with a pretty large man who sort of just ducks down, leans forward, and <laughs> does about 90 down the road the rest of the way. <laughs> so I was like, oh, no. I, I'm like, well, it, all right, let me just check. So I text these two idiots, and I'm like, does, does Steve O'Neill have... By any chance, a silver or gray four-door sedan. Why, right yes, away, he does. Right silver away. Silver Camry, my friend. <laughs> we have a match. Silver Camry. I called my mom. He went out to buy cat food, and he'd been gone for two hours. <laughs> and the cat food place is three blocks away. There's a lot of selection. There's a lot of selection. In his defense, it's a third world, oh, it's a first world problem. You're going to find you rolled up in a, in a carpet somewhere. <laughs> Dude. And they have like 15 cats. You should put the elf on the shelf on Steve O'Neill for the kids. He's like, were you looking for this <laughs> we dressed up steve o'neill yeah on the shelf. Hey, i came to life motherfuckers <laughs> six foot six elf you need a big shelf to house him yep. has he uh, caught the new falcon you said he's looking to trap i don't know if we could talk about it but he the other day we were grilling and a falcon flew by and he goes god damn it where's my trap your mother hid my trap again and he goes this thing i'm gonna catch this thing he's oh, oh hold oh, on one second you're all set no worries. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you can grab those, please. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you have garbage, garbage? guys? I no. think they definitely have garbage. I would say 100% they do have garbage. <laughs> uh, I think we're all right. No. Thank you. Is that, counting, a- is that counting our luggage? <laughs> we're worried if you take the garbage that the smell is will go car- away. counting their jokes? <laughs> oh, that's a low blow. We don't have jokes. Whoa. Whoa. We do have By the way, I want to give a quick shout out to Phil and Jacob came out last night to yes. see us. Brought us some beautiful shirts. Oh, yeah. Those guys were great. They Bru- came the last time, too. They right? did. Yeah. They, had, they drive like an hour and a half to get here. They brought us some shirts to say Fran Lilac for mayor, which is a shout out to... Uh, an old podcast we used to do called Erection Town. That's right. Evidently, the guy, <laughs> the guy they hired to write Fra- Fran Lilac for mayor, uh, got all sketched out about it. He like get- it was some sort of like uh, ISIS code or and something. And he said, "Don't give out my number to other people." Like he was in high demand. <laughs> we all it said was Fran Lilac for mayor. But isn't the guy a businessman who doesn't want their number given out to other people? Dude, he likes to keep. Yeah, it or small. their address. 
Or well, their physical address, <laughs> whether to a relative. Are you saying Steve O'Neill? Yeah. Well, I'm just. I'm, hey, that's you putting. That Did I bring out him there. to Christmas Eve? I'm, you, I, I did invite you to Christmas Eve. Is he disinvited right now? You're on the fence. You're on the fence. <laughs> Dude, Steve O'Neill? Abby's still in. Am I allowed to talk about her? Uh, we don't say her name, but a good thing that you used her code name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Steve O'Neill makes a mean persimmons pudding. Persimmon or persimmons? Persimmon. Just persimmon pudding. He's not invited, dude. I mean, actually, you could bring him if you want. I'm going to have him drop me off and wait in the car. <laughs> just to see if he, yeah. Then you'll just see him walking off. around the backyard. <laughs> That's it. I'm just inviting him. He's going to invite himself in. <laughs> Dude, oh, he'll man. probably, uh, he'll probably, like, be friends with your neighbors. Like, he's friends with, he knows every single person in a two mile radius of where he lives right now. Is that because he just, he, like, goes over their house? He's the very talkative. He used to walk to the Jay. grocery store because there used to be a grocery store down the street. Four hours it would take him. We'd look down at hour two. He's only three houses down. Like he's making his way. He's making his yeah. rounds. My dad for... was a lot like that too with the small talk, talking to people. <laughs> but that's, that's why chatting. this isn't this isn't small. These this is long. This is long talk. This is long form or uh, oration. You're goddamn right. Those ISIS sons of bitches said a lot of that. He stuff. loves politics. Oh, he, sure. he, uh, he will yell some inappropriate things out the window sometimes as I'm leaving. He'll talk about things and yell. Things that maybe terms that people don't use anymore. I got uh, acceptable. I mean, not exactly PC. Yeah, I got. Uh, I'm looking at something here. I think I need to share it. This is, what is it? This is from Barbara Hernandez, our researcher. It's from. Uh, actually, it's actually no. It's from uh, who sent me this? I don't know. Somebody sent. Hold on. Time out. We'll figure it out. I know who sent we'll it. We'll talk amongst ourselves. Stephanie sent this to me. Okay. It's from uh, MarieClaire.com, and it's a, a new trend out there for the ladies. I can't uh, wait to hear this. I guess there was a trend where dudes were putting glitter in their beards on uh, social when media. Was this? I, I was. Oh, you know what? I for missed the holidays, it. I did see a couple dudes like sparkle up their beards. It says hashtag glitterbeard, like yeah. took off for a while. Uh, and so then there's a new trend that's coming off the tails, it's riding the coattails of glitterbeard. No. Glitter pits. Pits? I think we're going to say pubes. Women. Glitter oh, hairy pits. I'd rather have glitter pubes oh. on a woman than glitter pits. Hashtag glitter <laughs> That's pits. That's terrible. Hashtag glitter pits is a feminist campaign to oh, free the armpit, achieve equality in the underarms region, and show that your furry pits are beautiful. Oh, no, they're not. Man. They're not beautiful. There's nothing Here's one. I do see some like kind of lipstick lesbians now growing out their armpits. Here's it's one. Trend with, uh, Here's some glittery yeah. hairy armpits. Oh, instead of, the, uh, instead of just the kind of butch ones, butcher ones? Yeah, like, like some beautiful models. Model now looking chicks have now have some hairy arms. This better not catch on. This will not with my wife. No, this I is can't. In, it's insane. She won't want to do it either. She she hates the fact that I have body hair. Oh really? I mean, she, she hate it, but she's just like you have enough for both of us. So what? The, what do I don't need any more? That's a keeper. That's a keeper yeah. there. You want a girl that has body hair all yeah. around? Look at this chick. Oh, well, oh my god. This chick's attract? Yeah, kind See, of attract. But the thing she is, was. Though, you could. You could. You don't even need the hair. You could just throw glitter in yeah. there. You're no, sweaty. It's, you but paint it, it up a bit and you throw oh, the glitter in there. It looks like a oh 70s my gosh. bush. Looks like Jesus a Christ. fairy came in her hairy armpits. <laughs> it's like, just, ugh. like Dumbledore just blew a load on her pit. Dude, that's disgusting. It's I, like, why? Why push it? These fucking... Well, would you have sex with one of those glitter pit ladies? If they were hot. I don't know. I think it's a deal breaker no matter how hot. 
Dude, any little thing like that can throw me off big time. Plus, like, free the armpit, really? Like, there's no better cause out there you can get behind than free the armpit? I'm going through my sexual, like, the way I go through sex with my wife, and I'm like, at what point do I see her pits? And I'm really, um, there are parts where you're going to get in there, but for the most part, I'm like, could I get through it? That's what I'm thinking. Like, could but, I get through it? That's. But say you've got the arms like behind the back. What I'm saying and is if you don't tell me, right? Yeah. You don't tell me there's pit hair there, right? Can I get through it without finding out there's pit hair there? But what no. if their thing I is? I say no. I don't think if, you what can. What if their thing is that they love it so much that they want to like shove your Ooh, face no, in there? I, I could. I could bone one of those chicks if like she just kept her arms at her side the entire time that we're fucking. But if you think about it, more often than not, the arms will come up. You know, you're, you're no, no, probably going to keep sit. the arms to the side. No, but I'm saying in I a gotta, situation you gotta keep like the arms that, down. That's what, what you tell them. What are you going to tie them to her side? You got to keep them down. What if you go on a roller coaster with her, like Marky Mark and uh, Fear? <laughs> I don't she know. She puts her hands up <laughs> in the air in a tank top. You see those glittery pits, and the glitter is flying all over your face. Yeah, so hopefully, it doesn't catch on. You don't. What if your lady friend Nancy does it? Uh, I have a question for the doctor as well. Well, we got a lot of doctor questions going on. So. I don't know if you know this, Steve. Ryan O'Neill is a doctor. I'm uh, a s- certified street doctor in Indiana, <laughs> so I'm allowed to What's take patients. What's the certification patients. process like, if you don't mind me Do you know that he asking. took MIT classes on his Roku, and he has an MIT license plate sent in by Erection Town fan Andre in Canada? Um, I he also, has an MIT license plate holder on his car so right if, now. Uh, maybe a thousand uh, <laughs> nudes that people have sent me of their girlfriend and wives. A thousand on, on the low end, on the low <laughs> estimate. I had a guy send me sixty pictures the other day. Did did the, oh, did they know? Do the girls know? I hope so. But, I, yeah, I, I said no. Nah, I don't want to do it anymore. He gets written consent forms. If from you everybody. don't want to do it anymore, then definitely what you should do is set up a side account, a side email account. Maybe someone, a friend of yours, can manage. Oh, okay. Do you have any ideas? I don't know. You know who's a guy that I could trust that I don't maybe know. would be able to like manage this account for me that's got a little know. time? I don't have an extra email address, but <laughs> why don't Steve I just give you- Steve at steveranazizi.com. I don't know if that's like a place you could just dump stuff in while you're worrying to set up the other email address. Maybe I'll just give you the uh I'll just give you the pat or the password for the O'Neill the ass kicker at yahoo.com. Okay, Are you gonna give him a taste? A taste of the titty pics? Yeah, just give them a few days. Okay. Oh, I, and, Send, and can you play what someone sent you this morning? Please only show me ones that have, that are. Oh well, people yeah. People are now. They both were willing participants in this. Oh, they are. <laughs> I, I can't guarantee any of this oh, stuff. That's why I've quit. Uh, this was this is a fan, uh, Jonathan. He sent this in. Um, he wanted us to play this. Wait, hold on. This is audio. Some audio here. Oh, you'll hear it. That's our fan base. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Thank you, Jonathan. I'm not going to reveal your last name because you probably have a family and, a, and work life that you're trying to protect. I think he's into I think he wants people to know his last name. Okay. Because I'm still going to err on the side that maybe just he does for legal it. reasons. Why don't you just err on the side of caution on this one? Um, In case I, this guy's like a CEO of Fortune 500 Bill company. Gates. We and did this have is that his threesome. sort of eyes wide shut. He likes to fart into microphones and send them to weird podcasts. So. I like it. There was a lot of rustling. It takes a lot yeah. to get that phone back to your ass. Well, the problem is I mean, we've recorded a number of farts on there. <laughs> Microsoft CEO not laughing today. Outed on local podcasts. Uh Potential could be Linda Gates's fart. We're not sure. Uh, well, I'll, I'll start with this first question I got. So this is uh, 
This is a segment. This is where the doctor gives advice to people that write in asking for advice. Uh, this one's from Bart. It says, Dear Dr. O'Neill, my girlfriend likes it when I'm mad during sex. I usually end up slapping her titties around in <laughs> some other <laughs> rough play, which I don't mind doing. We don't live together. We both enjoy sex with e- each other, uh, each other's company outside of our rough sex. Well, I don't. <laughs> you will like There's some it. grammatical errors. You will like it when I'm angry. He, he says, Here's an example. Uh, I've got a chaotic work schedule, so I have to plan stuff out in advance when we see each other. We go out on a date, etc. She will pr- uh, purposefully cancel, change, swap, and rearrange everything up to the last minute just to get me angry. <laughs> takes a lot of time to plan this stuff, and I'm a bit of a control freak. I'm a pretty mellow guy, but I don't like to get angry, so I'm at odds with this. I can't fake anger because she can tell that she wants it to be real. What the Any fuck? Any advice that doesn't involve kitchen knife or a loaded gun. Number one Sacramento fan. Oh, uh, it sounds like he's entering a weird spot. This lady's he's, really provoking him yeah. just to get those titties slapped the around. Ni- the knife and the loaded gun he's, uh, is referring to uh, some sexual habits that I enjoy uh, with my special lady <laughs> friend. Oh, what's her name again? Discuss. Oh, yeah. Code name. Her? Linda. <laughs> uh, so, look, Bart, uh, and we can all chime in on this. Uh, <laughs> she wants real anger. I don't know. This seems like a relationship that... I don't think it's going to last. I don't think so either. Because she's intentionally just trying to fucking get <laughs> yeah, you crazy. you're not the guy for her, I don't think. And she's not the girl for I'm him. not sure you want to be the guy for her. Because no, she wants you to do something crazy. Real crazy. You're going to go over the line, and you're going to find yourself in a shitload of trouble. You think that's what she wants? Or do you think she just likes... Dude, she's canceling plans with this guy constantly. But she just wants yeah, but her you can't find out. Because... Yeah. It, yeah, it, you know you can't do you can't find out because it's gonna go bad. I say, what if it's if not? She, if she can't accept you for the mellow dude that you are, it's time to move on. I know you love slapping those titties around, but yeah, maybe it's time to it's, call it quits you know on this. Good that that's probably really good. That's good Fucking? pussy right there. Yeah. Oh I mean, yeah, it's great. But you know that the best pussy is the most dangerous pussy. <laughs> Ryan O'Neill, Doctor O'Neill, put me. that on a t-shirt. Street quote. That's Doctor O'Neill's medical practice. That's just quote. like I said the other day, someone said, "Hey, you got to wait for the signal to walk." I go, "Guess what? <laughs> if you wait for the signal to walk in life, you're going to be standing still the whole time." <laughs> oh shit! The so doctor. I went out there and crossed that. I was got hit by a fucking car. <laughs> and I crossed that goddamn street. Who were you with? Like a young child you were mentoring? Yeah, were I was with. Was that part of your special lady program? friend? And did she, she goes, wait or did she go with? She you? waited and she's like, "You're an idiot." I go, <laughs> you well, almost got hit by a car. Guess who's on the other side of the street already? <laughs> were you trying to make her mad so she could slap your titties around a little bit? <laughs> no. Yeah. Was she provoking you? So look, Bart. Uh, my advice is, you know, fuck her. Just how you would like to. You don't have. To, you could fake your anger, whatever, and then just fuck it until it burns out, and then uh, find a new chick. Yeah, or take acting classes and learn how to act. That's a good point Maybe too. Improv. Steve Redis- Thespian Steve Redizzi <laughs> well, coming with an out of the box idea. That you know? is an interesting. Sacramento. There's probably some decent local acting teachers up there that can teach <laughs> you. Can play. And who knows? Teach you Maybe you'll land place. a role in your local. Uh, community All you got to do is find that place right what? before you go to have sex with her. 
You gotta you gotta remember that that kid that did something to you or that person that did something to you and just get fucking pissed. What you if can he fake it for five minutes? But what if it's the tits. wrong memory and he just starts punching the shit out of her? That was my thing. Is what you if he what? what if he tries to beat her at her own game and it's like you want me angry and does something crazy like shaves no. her whole head? Because when you act, you only go to a certain point. The guy's no, but, not the guy. The, I mean, unless this guy is like James Franco or just some sort of savant <laughs> or something. No, I'm just, saying like I'm saying intentionally he does this to be like you want me angry and then he does something so crazy that she'll never ask him to do it again i think i think you ride this way oh, you're saying go over the, yeah, yeah like over shave the top her head. though who knows that could lead to assault charges yeah that's what i'm worried about for but this there guy. what is it sacramento yeah well you probably have to do a lot in sacramento a lot, more, yeah, a lot worse than that probably I, I say ride this wave, uh, fake it if you have to. If she doesn't like it, eventually it's going to burn out and say fuck it anyway. Still marry her if it, you know. You're saying no matter what, don't marry this. Um, lady? Well, in, I mean, think she, she think seems she, like she's getting a little crazy. She's intentionally pissing this guy think off. Think she would leave him at the altar just to try to get great post uh, failed marriage sex? Uh, she might. I can't imagine like hitting someone in the middle of sex. I can imagine slapping the titties. And I had a lady that once asked me to slap her in the face, and then what? she started crying after the sex, and it was really weird. Really? Yeah. Man. It's the world we're living in, Steve. <laughs> yeah, you got married fairly young. You were someone you knew for a long time. Dude, I mean, There's a lot out there that you've never oh, even yeah. seen. I can't imagine striking another human being. Oh, there's a... There's some knocking going on in the... There's either somebody's being murdered or there's some hard fucking. What was that? Or they're pounding on the door telling us oh, to shut the fuck up. Fucking, can I say something right now? Yeah. Sure. If tonight O'Neill and I decide to take a walk down a hallway to listen for people <laughs> fucking, can you not try to interrupt it again this time? I didn't interrupt it. Yeah, you were very loud and you were against it. You were against it. You were <laughs> against it. We, hey, I'm not we're saying, hey, road. This, we're hypothetically saying that don't be against out. it. What we, was that uh, sound, by the way? Was that they telling us to shut up? I don't they, know. I don't think we're being no. loud. Dude, wow. if, if they're going to tell us to shut the fuck up, it would have been last night when we're sitting here crying, laughing at three in the morning about bread, peanut butter, <laughs> more bread, jelly, <laughs> bread, bread. Uh, you have more doctor I do, questions? yeah. Here's a guy. He says, Dear Dr. O'Neill, I need some advice uh, that someone only with your knowledge and expertise could help me guide me through this predicament. The other night, I took my lady friend out for drinks, ultimately ending up back at her place as things heated up it wasn't long before she asked me if i had a condom i told her that it wasn't necessary because i couldn't get her pregnant but what i didn't tell her was that i actually had a vasectomy last year when asked why i couldn't get her pregnant i made up some story about how i fell out of a tree and hit my balls on a branch (laughs) which left me unable to have kids despite believing this story she still insisted on me wearing a rubber. Yeah, I would, I would insist because of that story. <laughs> so my question to you, doctors, what should I say to a girl that will help convince them that I don't wear condoms during sex without mentioning that I had a vasectomy? Why, why is he so against that? He goes, I've been honest before and mentioned uh, I've get- had a vasectomy, but ultimately leads to a shitty conversation about wanting to have kids and kills any opportunity of getting sex that night. Any advice that you could give would be greatly appreciated. Uh, and he signed it. More cream pies, David. I think though, aren't these women concerned about STDs? Yes, I don't think so. I'm gonna say, you, what is wrong? Yes. Okay, as a man who <laughs> here comes the street doctor, <laughs> street knowledge here. Okay, I'm not condoning this behavior, by the way, folks. Okay, I have been extremely lucky. I think I don't know. I've never been tested, but I know that other women have been tested. For they come back clean for retardation. <laughs> so. Look, you're you're look. I'm an I'm an older guy now. You're rolling the dice with this no condom thing, but if 
look, man, you got to be honest. If you're not going to wear a condom, you're going to have to be a full disclosure. That's how it works. That's how the only way that no condoms keeps the spread of STDs is if both of you are brutally honest. Even with what about the vasectomy part, though? I honestly don't think that the that the vasectomy is going to play much of a role. I mean, you could just tell any girl that you're not going to get her pregnant by pulling out. How old do you think this guy is? He seems like he younger. He's in his thirties, I bet. Do you think he has kids, or he just wanted like I don't want nothing to do with it? I don't know. It's a good. I think he may be like an Ari Shafir, like. I'm done. I don't want to have kids. Yeah. Is Ari clipped? Why didn't you get a vasectomy? He's a thinking real, about it's it. It's not that bad. As a guy who has a vasectomy, it wasn't... Look, it's not that bad. And literally, it's pretty much foolproof. I think the only way that you can land a girl you're out on a date with, you better you better, you better lay the foundation as soon as you start that date because you got to get her so hot and bothered that when you say, I don't have a condom, she throws caution to the wind and just goes with it. So that's your final word for this guy? There's, I say if you're not going to wear a condom with her, you might as well just be honest. And if she's talking about having kids at that point, then I, I got to be honest with you. You might be in it's something else to worry about. That's a bigger fish to fry. Like if you've known her, if this is first date, second date, third date, and she's worried about having kids with you, that's a bit of a red flag already. I think it's tough, though, to get a chick you're casually dating to agree to no condom sex. I think we date different women. I don't <laughs> think that could just be the case. The first time with your lady friend, you went nothing? She doesn't want me to talk about her <laughs> particulars. All right. Good. But, uh, yeah, I mean, judging by my behavior, that a pattern of behavior that I have, I think it would be probably good for you to assume that maybe that didn't happen. Can we switch gears here and talk about my pool dominance yesterday over everybody oh, in this room? Dude. Oh, you want to talk? Okay. There, there's a pool here. There is a pool in the hotel. It's uh, a nice lap pool. It's only three feet deep, the whole length. And before we even came to Seattle, uh, challenges were issued. Yeah, I told them to bring a bathing suit. Yep. And uh, see if anyone can beat me in a, in a, in a swim race. Because you fashion yourself a bit of a swimmer as well. Grew up on the East Coast, grew up in a pool for three months out of the year. You lived in that pool. A lot of races with the street kids. <laughs> street so, kids. Uh, Did you have, like, was there like... Would you settle your your beef in the pool? It in the, you settled it in the water. You leave it all out in that pool, man. You, you so left you it all get, the chlorine. Oh. <laughs> so as soon as it's done, the beef is squashed. Beef you get out squashed. of that pool. Get you out of shake. my pool, Sparky Miller. Sorry. You shake hands, you eat a hot dog at the grill, yeah. and then you move on with your life. So I was in there. I was doing some laps, some pre, some warm up laps. There was a mother and two children uh, off to the side. And you're wearing what? I was wearing uh, my typical garb. I was wearing speedo swimsuit, but not like uh, the yeah, traditional. Not, no, don't say swimsuit because people think of a regular normal person. <laughs> not board shorts. Not a bathing no, suit. No, you were wearing like Olympic style. What Michael Phelps would yeah, wear. Yeah, like like down to the like about a little above my knee, but yeah, like yeah. speedo. I had a bathing cap on and my earplugs in and my goggles. And Steve, you showed up in cut off <laughs> jean shorts. No, <laughs> and it was a socks. Paul Frank. <laughs> Bathing suit. It was like <laughs> last year's collection. <laughs> you know, I heard a lady mention that that. Oh, that's last season <laughs> yeah, that, at the pool. Some lady, yeah, comment. She goes, "Oh, yep. There was a few, season. few boos, a couple of hisses, and uh, that I, was it." By but, the way, there is video. Also, I will say, I will say this. I will say this. Um, you were supposed. I did press in the morning while you guys slept. Yes, right? true. Then I came back. We went to breakfast. We all ate. 
We yeah. ate biscuits and gravy. By the way, you and, and I ate biscuits, I ate biscuits and, gravy. and gravy, which I didn't he think would very be an light. issue. Went immediately back to the hotel room to pass out for like two and a half hours. You guys were supposed to wake me up and bring me over to the pool so I could warm up. We knocked on your door, and I offered you to do. You did one warm up lap, and then you said you were done. You made me swim all the well, way. When down I got there, the I went pool. right into the water. It was too cold for my body. <laughs> too it cold. Was, it was eighty four degrees. Eighty four. <laughs> I requested nineties minimum. Okay? You want to swim in urine? Your, your pool, dude. Your pool is like swimming in a hot tub it, yeah. it, it'll scald you i know it'll burn you i yeah. had ramen noodles in my pocket they were they <laughs> weren't cooked i got out they were ready to go good good <laughs> i want a tea kettle so i get in the water and i just stretch for a little bit and you I'm did ready a lap you did yeah. a lap I'm you said you were ready i but swam down to meet you so i'm just saying the 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 deck was stacked a little bit in your favor yes you had no goggles but that's how you claim you swim no, I don't really swim that way, but I'm also I don't I'm a fucking person that just could just grab a pair of goggles and put them in my suitcase. I offered you <laughs> my goggles have- as a gentleman. I gave him the O'Neill one. Race. So look, it was it, it was close, uh, pretty even at the midpoint, and then uh, and true dominance showed itself. And then Jeff pulled away a little bit. He did. But then you and I, I'm wearing, uh, my bathing suit is from the Old Navy 2004 collection. <laughs> clearance uh, rack. Clearance uh, rack. Irregular. <laughs> one leg is longer. Collection. <laughs> one leg is longer than the other. Yep. And uh, I don't have any strings to tie it closed anymore. But <laughs> then you and I raced, and I just got done doing, first of all, I just I got to bring this up. Yeah, bring it up. You were beside yourself you, about this. You had told me that there might be a pull-up bar in there. <laughs> well, I figured because... Because the gym was so it was nice. Sophis- it was a sophisticated a hotel gym. gym. I yes. mean, you're, we're talking about this place has got like a, it's got like a, an eight thousand square foot, ho- you know, with the pool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pool's, it's a big pool. Gorgeous. Pool's a fifty and know, foot lap pool. How how devastated was I, Jeff? When I, I got walked this. into the gym oh, with O'Neill, and uh, he looked around and he just kept saying, "No pull-up bar," over and over again. There's no pull-up bar. How can there be no pull-up bar here? What? A gym of this caliber? How can there be no pull-up it's bar? It's the easiest thing you could install is a pull-up bar. I felt, you know what? It was it was devastating. Like, if someone told me I had to go put my own dog down, like, just take him out in the backyard. <laughs> Couldn't wrap my head around it. Is your whole, I mean, why, your whole workout is centered around the it's pull-up? pull-up bar centric. Oh, I gotta take a shit. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. 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 There he goes, ladies and gentlemen. Steve Run is easy with his maiden voyage. That's our first ever guest yeah. on the Danish and O'Neill show. I gotta uh I gotta turn the heater down a little bit. O'Neill's gonna go turn the heat on. I'm gonna talk amongst myself. Uh I dominated uh Renazizi in the pool. He uh gave up swimming towards it. We have video of it. We'll have to cut it down. It's long. Also how can we cut that into Instagrams? It's like four. I'll check it out. Seconds. I'll. Uh, I then raced Steve Renazizi. You did a half. You guys were doing halvesies. Yes. I did a full lap. Now, if you know anything about me, you know I'm not a swimmer. You beat him twice. Yeah. And then uh, I beat you for the finals yes. in, in a half lap. I just worked out pretty heavily, though. I swam like 30 laps before you got there. I know, but yeah, but that. You're, that's just warming up for you. The good news is, is uh, my back is killing me today. <laughs> my, um, my neck is. Do you want to turn that mic off, or at least move it away from us? It may pick this up. Let me just unplug it. There you go. How about that? There she goes. Um. Oh, dude, a burp just went like right <laughs> in my not face. Me, dude. What's wrong with you? Let's keep the, Let's keep it under. 
Uh, can I get into one more question from Lincoln Hawk? Uh, do you want me to read that one? Or do you want to read it? Go I, ahead and I, read I, it. That question got sent to me as well. It's from uh, Lincoln Hawk. Uh, it says, this question is for Ryan O'Neill, licensed street psychiatrist. It's from Lincoln Hawk from Colorado. It says it might not be the person's real name. Uh, there was a movie character from the movie Over the Top yeah. named Lincoln Hawk, but I'd like to think that it is this person's real name. We can pray. It says, my one and a half year old boy is my alarm clock. Sadly, he wakes me up at 5.30 a.m. by screaming. I run to pick him up before he wakes up the whole house. Often while I'm calming him down, I experience a huge urge to take my morning dump. <laughs> this presents a dilemma. If I put him back in the crib, he screams louder and louder until everyone wakes up, and my dumps are long. It's the same thing if I put him in the living room or elsewhere. Lately, I've been taking him into the bathroom with me and letting him walk around inside the bathroom while I absolutely destroy the toilet. Doctor, am I psychologically scarring my child for life? Am I physically ruining my third-born's life via exposure to airborne duty particles? Or is this a totally normal, <laughs> normal thing? Even encouraged. I know what the duty-loving woman from Cosmo that you talked about on episode 21 would, 21? 21, yeah. 21 would say, but what, go, what does the good doctor recommend over the top? Lincoln Hawk. First of all, I think probably the most dangerous thing that you are exposing this child to is the duty particles, foreign duty particles. But you're also building his immune system. But what about your own, like your own duty? You're breathing in all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, but it's your own duty. It's fine. What I would do, but honestly, public bathrooms. You're breathing in. Do other yeah. Oh, trust me. I know. I usually put my shirt over my mouth. When Why don't you, you wear smell uh, it. an Asian SARS mask? I should. They should hand them out. By the way, side note, there's a dumpling place we walk by to to uh, get to the comedy club that's like a sweatshop uh, where there's like 40 Asians with- uh, In a window. With SARS masks in a clear window making dumplings nonstop. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's always the same people. Unbelievable. So I would say, look, I, what I if you don't want to scar him, because this could be scarring him at some point- Maybe uh, wearing a baby Bjorn on his chest with the kid on attached so to So he him. can't look down? And see that he's dumping. And he put like blinders on him like a horse. I would put him in the shower uh, and close the shower curtain and then dump doing that. What if that. the kid gets into bad shit over there and you're taking the duty and you can't get up? Is the toilet near? <laughs> you seem to lay out of this bathroom. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, so you're saying the safest bet, put the child in like a, almost like uh, a bubble. <laughs> I would say if you have any other, since you have other kids, train them to babysit did someone just try to knock on the door? No. But I think- Train it, I, them I, to babysit them so you can take your dump. It seems like Lincoln Hawk is up with this baby alone if he does I would wake kids. the other child up. Now it's become the other child's responsibility. That's why you have three, so that they can do duties how do you know while Lincoln, you do your how do you duty. know Lincoln Hawk has three kids? Didn't he say he was the youngest? Uh, I don't know. I just mentioned the baby, I think, but- I thought he said he wakes up other kids. Oh. Oh, he's, yeah, he said everyone, other people in the house. Like, it yeah. could be his maid. Well, if he doesn't, who Maybe knows? Maybe hire a maid to watch the kid. Man, that's a Could tough you tie one. the kid up to something outside? Shackle? That might scar him more than the duty. Or maybe invest in like a cage? Like a dude? A, a, I would put up maybe like a doggy fence around the toilet while you dump and then cover it with cardboard so he can't see over it, but he can just see your face. I mean, the kid's the not going to remember any of this. Do, we don't know. How do we know? I mean, he, it'll be subconscious. I mean, do you remember anything from when you're one? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> maybe. So that's a no. Well, you don't know. Maybe, it maybe. could be in your subconscious. Well, that's the only way, but you don't consciously I know, so we remember. don't know. It's a tough dilemma. I say keep doing it um, up until... He can talk? Yeah, and then you don't want to do it anymore. 
Or up until the point where he could talk enough to tell people that you do that. Yes. And I think foreign duty particles might actually be good for his immune system. Are you saying out duty particles outside of the U.S.? I'm saying it for, from other people. Oh. Take them around <laughs> other toilets. <laughs> could you give them to a neighbor that may be up early? Is Lincoln Hawk giving this uh, boy swirlies at all ever? Just to kind of show <laughs> him the ropes that life is hard. I say put him in the shower. Just so he can see your, like, peek in there if you can. with a, If you have a stick that you could move the shower curtain around. What do you think the child's demeanor is? Do you think the child probably has no clue what's going on? I think, though, if you push the limit and you get to an age where he can't unsee what he's seen, you're going to get him, he's going he's to be fascinated with duties. <laughs> Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. No, it's not? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? It's the worst thing. Uh, well, keep. I'm. I'm glad that you're out there and you're concerned about your child's welfare. And uh, let us know how it goes. We gave you a couple different options. Try them out. Right back in and let us know how everything works. Where out. are we at on time right now? We got uh, about twenty five minutes. Should I get into the book report? Yes. So uh, for those of you who are worried about my readings, people have asked me how many how many books have you read this year? How many? I'm in the 70s right now. I want to say 71. I'm about to finish another. What You know, remember when Zach Lunch. Zach Lunch, uh, Andrew DeWitt's producer, once told me his brother could outread me. And you know what I say to that? Put up in the 70s, Zach Lunch's brother. <laughs> uh, people ask me uh, a book. Like they say, hey, Someone said, you know, what are some books you like this year? I read the first Game of Thrones. I enjoyed it very thoroughly. Uh, it was a little long-winded at times when it came to food descriptions and or landscape descriptions. You're not a big food or landscape guy. I just don't like uh, overly uh, descriptive stuff when I don't think it's necessary. I don't really care if there's you know streams it's, and fucking rivers and blades of grass. It's a screenwriting mentality. Yeah, it's a, you know an economy of words. Yes. But um, so I read this book recently, and it was so good that I had to take uh, snippets of notes for <laughs> stuff we could talk about on this very podcast. <laughs> this is a book called Kicked, Bitten, and Scratched. It's uh, nonfiction, and it's about a place I'd never heard about. It's in Northern California. I think only like an hour, hour and a half outside of Los Angeles. Wait, okay. It's, 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 it's between uh, L.A. and the roll-off farms in, it's called in Moore, Oregon. It's called Moore Park, California, I okay, believe. Yeah, that's not that far. It's Moore Park Community College, and they have the number one exotic animal trainer program in the country. And it still exists. It started in, uh, I have the info here, but I believe it started in the 60s or 70s. And it was like a real rinky-dink horseshit operation, but they were they had a, they had animals on the campus. But they then had animals. Got, what kind of animals? Uh, back then or now? Uh, now they have like tigers and, roaming the campus. No, like in cages. Uh, so it's like a real sad zoo. It's like a real like bare bones. And that's where and back it, then it was like near the. Like I guess they had like a stadium for athletics, and it was like right behind that. It moved since. What the fuck? But uh, so that it's about that, and it's about this program, and it followed. I think it was in the early two thousands. They went there, followed a bunch of people who were doing it. Two years, and you get out, and you can go. Like a lot of them try to work at you know circuses or SeaWorld or yeah various places of that site uh, ilk. So uh, one thing caught my eye right off the bat: uh, a macaw bit a student's lip, and plastic surgery was required. Well, that sounds and, like a familiar story. And your family knows the pain of that situation. My mother, yeah, our bird that we've had for thirty-four years now. Yep, 
It's a tagged her a few times, and once bit her lip in half. She had to get plastic surgery, like much like Ronda Rousey's injury. Yes, it almost ruined her uh, action movie career. You My mother's. You can't trust birds, man. How many times do I have to tell you that? <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> Shut up. You're a guy who's terrified of any tiny. We have birds. two plastic surgery cases from macaws, dude. Well, stay away from. They're macaws. rebels without macaws. <laughs> Hi-oh. <laughs> uh, you know what though it's when you show the fear you're more apt to get bit well i think your bird was pissed because you guys had uh said it was a man for years it, it turns, turns out it was a woman a woman you find it like 30 years later yeah max so it had gender issues and it bit your mother because of it no it bit my mom because my mom used to take care of it but my mom also has a, a bunch of dogs and cats and now he's jealous well, because they're super jealous creatures. You know what I would do if a bird bit me in the well, mouth? I'd punch it in the face until it died. I think that maybe only just be one punch. Well, <laughs> maybe, maybe I have weak punches until it died. So uh, another story: a camel had given birth recently. A guy's going to milk it. You got to milk it for the baby, I guess. You got to milk it so you can feed the baby. Yeah. The, why the ba- they don't want the baby to nurse off the mother? So this camel takes the guy down with his front legs, sweeps him, so it's underneath. These guys laying perpendicular underneath the camel. Who trained this guy? John Kreese? The Co- cam- Cobra Kai? The, the cam- to train the camel? The camel sits down, lays on the man. Intentionally. Intentionally. The guy hears his ribs break. <laughs> Can't breathe. No one can get the camel up. They're trying to get it off. They're spraying it with hoses. So wait, is that their is that their number one go to move? Spray the hoses aren't working. What do we do now? They try everything. Someone has to stab the thing with some sort of stabbing instrument. Camel finally gets up. Guy stab thought, it to death. No, or just like a prod. Like prod get up and the thing got up. This dude, this guy thought he was going to be dead via suffocation of camel. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Look. I think, honestly, that this situation could probably be solved if your number one move isn't get the hose and hose them. <laughs> Dude, these things are beasts. I know. That's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe you use something. Your number one move isn't the hose. What do you do? Then? You go something a little, something that has a little more punch to it, a little more bite. Maybe the barb with a sharp object is your first move. Maybe a whip. But yeah. These people are animal lovers, though. They don't want to harm them. I know, but the hose, he didn't give a fuck. Yeah, this guy thought he the was going The guy's being down. sat on, and your move is just go away. <laughs> or somebody, get the fucking hose. It's a bad way to die. Via, oh, really? Via camel. Yeah. A non An animal that's not known for being violent, no, they're to my known, knowledge. They know to spit. But they are they're mean, assholes. though. They're mean. Uh, another part of this program is every person in your first year... Very early on, you have to behead a he- uh, a pigeon. You have to okay. rip the pigeon's head off because some of their larger animals eat them, yeah. and they just want you to know, like, hey, this ain't all fucking pet and furry. See, I, don't, I don't see that as a big deal at some all. Some of these women, though, like, were vegans and they were crying, and it was real fucking heartbreaking for them. Yeah. You got to rip its head off. Yeah, they should have made them uh, rip the head off a bunny. A, w- a fun it's fact: a lot of eat a lot of meat rabbits. Uh, yeah, they had. I think they had stuff like that there too. A fun fact I learned is that tur- tortoises rip big farts. Uh, one student's quote in the book was, "I've learned that everything farts." <laughs> I think we should maybe just get a to- to- in studio tortoise. Defeated <laughs> uh, a lot of roughage. A squirrel monkey uh, took a shit on a student's head, and the direct quote from the book: "This is in quotes. It felt like applesauce, just oozing down." Okay. It's disgusting. <laughs> and first of all, how do they know how applesauce feels on their head? I don't know. Maybe when I ask that person. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, student act students plural accidentally sticking their hands in monkey jizz, which was all over the cages. These so these things are just jerking off constantly. Yep, nonstop. Not nonstop, but, but enough that you could stick your hand in it more than once. <laughs> okay. Uh, a bald eagle pinched a girl's tit with its beak. What? Like, is it walking by? No, like there you go in the cage to do shit with it, and it they, just it, did it. Did she lose the nipple? Uh, I don't think there was permanent injury, but a, a bald eagle, our country's proud mascot. He's a horny fuck. He pinched that titty. He's the Bill Clinton of bald eagles. Maybe that guy who's dating the woman who wants him angry should get a bald eagle. Pinch the nipples while he fucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a macaque nearly bit a student's eyelid off. Ooh. And uh, the good news with that is they carry herpes B. And it's not that easy to get it from a monkey, but if you do, you're dead. And so this From guy, a monkey or a macaw? Uh, it's macaque. Those are monkeys. a macaque. Macaque. Oh, macaque monkey. Yeah, a macaque, like a rhesus macaque. Yeah. So yeah. It, it. Oh bit, yeah. Bit this person's eyelid, nearly taking the whole eyelid off. Oof. And they, further than get the eye. Uh, I don't know, but um, yeah. So if you get that herpes B, you're dead. And this guy had uh, he was scared, but I think he he made it. Through. Jesus Christ! Yeah, those rhesus macaques—they're maniacs. They use them for uh, experiments. Mostly, you're a real. No, a lot of people know this. You're a monkey expert. A real monkey, man. You're <laughs> you do a lot of monkeying around. I'm a real monkey, motherfucker. They walk all these animals for some reason. I don't know why. Even animals that like aren't known for being walked. <laughs> Even ones that don't have legs. Is that what you mean? No, but known like, for being like monkeys. Like I, I like who walks a monkey like. They wa- they put them on a leash and yeah, walk them around, walk them like around. the chimps or even the small. Stuff. I don't know, but one time this lady's walking a goddamn cougar. That's a big animal, decent size, and it took off in a full sprint. And uh, the trainer's move was to throw herself on the ground, spread her feet, and make herself hard to drag. <laughs> and this cougar dragged her, ripped her shirt and pants, and I'm gonna say scraped the fuck out of her uh, whole body. You know what? I, so here's a, here's a reoccurring theme here. Uh, there's not a lot of backups for any of this stuff. You got the water for the camel. Yep. This lady just digs her heels in and hopes for the best. Maybe you ought to carry some sort of trank gun on you or something else that you can contain these animals. Let's not lie to ourselves. They're wild fucking animals. Plus, I mean, cougar, that's a, that's an, that animal will kill you easily. Yeah. Remember that lady? has got her face ripped and off. Someone tells me this woman who's walking it's not like... Probably the heaviest, or maybe know. she is. Maybe she's four hundred pounds. Well, either way, it dragged her <laughs> like a goddamn stagecoach. Jesus Christ! Then uh, while hosing shit out of cages, uh, someone shot uh, a stream hard at a piece of duty with the hose, and uh, only to have the water going right into their open mouth off the duty. Okay. What so what is this book? Just a bunch of fucking <laughs> What the fuck is about this book about? It's just like I mean these are highlights. It's just duty humors are, are highlights. Yeah, but everything it. involves jizz, shit, dude, It's about the fucking it's called kick, bitten and scratch. Dude, I've about, had that though. I have dude, I've been working with cows, had a fresh cow pie, it just shit and then it splashed into my mouth. So maybe you should write a book about it. Maybe I can join up with the lady that wrote this book. Uh, so the do- they had a whole section on dolphins. Uh, they-, they had dolphins there? No, but no. They- a lot of them want to go to SeaWorld, but they say, um, here's dolphins. We knew this. They they ram people with their heads to break their ribs. A lot of people say dolphins are so friendly, They're but not. they will ram you and break your They're ribs. They're the assholes of the ocean. They also will hold trainers down at the bottom just to fuck with you. They don't, they, like, I don't think people, they've killed people. They will do it to like torture you. Jesus. Uh, they will hit you in the face and head with their tails. 
And they've blasted trainers with sonar underwater so hard that make your whole body shake. Really? Yeah, I feel like your innards. Like, Holy shit. Like, they, like they'll say, like, if they get pissed. The good news is, though, is that uh, it's worth it because dolphin trainers make about twenty-five to $30,000 a oh, year. Oh, wow, that's good money. Yeah, so, so it's worth getting your ribs broken and blasted by a fucking sonar by a dolphin. you got to work with those beautiful dolphins, <laughs> those pieces of shit. Another fun fact, tigers have very bad smelling shit. Some of the worst, they say. Oh, as opposed to the good smelling shit of many they other. They say it's particularly bad. They say elephant shit, not that bad. Yeah, Eat a, a lot of grass. Yeah. A lot of uh, vegetation. I could see that. Uh, do you know a mandrill? That's a form of a, yeah, a monkey. It's a big monkey with the snout and the uh, the red ass. They do have red asses. So this thing, uh, one particular they, one they had. Don't uh, the males have the bright uh, snouts? I think they have like the, the, the color females, on the faces. Yeah, and the females don't. One of these mandrills would fuck uh, routinely a rubber boot until it came. <laughs> and uh, they said they'd never seen a primate use a tool for sexuality before. This thing was a... Real innovator. Uh, is, that, is that qualified as using a tool? It's like you're just rubbing up against something. It said if you if you piss this particular monk, this one, this one I'm talking about, this monkey off, he has to pinch your arm to punish you. <laughs> so if you like, say you piss him off. How did they off, figure that out? Say you piss him off by not giving him enough attention. You're gonna have to go near him and raise your arms near the cage. So he can pinch you. Otherwise, he's going to stay pissed off at you for a long time. What a dick. <laughs> Sounds like he just worked at like the biggest asshole place of all time. <laughs> like Everybody's an asshole. They are smelly shits. They want to pinch you. They're going to come on you. It's just like this sounds like... You're, it sounds <laughs> sounds like, like a prison. It sounds like a fraternity in Caligula. It sounds like you're a prison guard, but like yeah. maybe more dangerous, which is hard to believe. I think it's the same level of... It, of the extreme circumstances. So here's the history of this place. It started by this dude. He was a science teacher. He sets it up at a community college, and they're like, how the fuck are you going to pay to have all these animals here? We're just community college. And this guy's like, I'm going to put on educational shows. That's where the money's going to come from. So he does that, and it's always been mainly women who get into this field. And they don't yeah. know if it's because like dudes just don't want to put up with uh, cleaning and all this fucking abuse and all the, the danger. Jizz. Uh, or it's the low salaries. They don't know, but it's just always been. I want to say there's a lot to do with low salaries. It's always been a high women uh, rate, at the, especially at this community college. So if you're looking to like fuck, get into this program. So this guy was divorced, and he's a real poon hound. He starts porking a student 15 years younger than him. Okay. At the school. She, how old was the guy? 25. Uh, I'm going to say he wasn't. He ditches her to marry another student who's 30 years younger than him. Jesus So this Christ. guy upgrades. He, he, this, this guy's doubling the numbers. This guy ran it like an absolute fucking asshole. He had a pile of long, rusty pipes at one end of the place. Every year, he'd make the new students, who were mainly women, move this whole pile of fucking pipes that said it would take hours, and you'd get blisters on your hands that are popping from one end of the zoo to the other. And people would ask him why, and he would say, just because I said so. And while they did it, he would stand there and yell at them and call them stupid broads and tell them to do it faster. Oh, this guy, class act over here. Hey, what? What? how does this guy know how to take care of these animals? Ah, uh, he was like self-taught, I think. I don't think he really- <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
So you just basically set up a poon factory. They asked for alumni. Him. Some people love that guy. Some people absolutely hated him with a vengeance. Said I could there was see no that. need for his techniques. I could see that. Some people though said it, it built team spirit and kind of really. They said he would like break you down like the Marines, and he would build you back up. Some people said, "Hey, I don't need that. I'm not a Marine. I just want to work with Cougars." Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> what is this guy doing? <laughs> he retired. He wasn't there anymore. He started it though. That was like in the sixties. Is he the same guy that started the hose campaign for the camels when they tried to kill you? I don't know. He may have been fucking camels, dude. The, so the ratio in this place was one, ma- one man to or one to fourteen man to woman oh, ratio. Holy shit! For the two thousand and six class, the book was about. Dude, is it too late for me to go to college? In, in quotes, even the biggest dorks get laid here. These guys just go there. I mean, if Holy I wasn't so scared of animals, I would consider it. But I, this, I, I would last here 10 minutes. I might take some summer school classes there. I don't think you can. You know I can't do it? No, it's like a two-year program. Maybe I'm just like the lowest, I have the worst grades of any student. But I'm plowing just nonstop. They, uh, Second-year students. <laughs> do you, think, you think he's done with this shit? you think he just didn't want to come back to the show anymore? Who? Steve. I don't know, probably. He just, he's like, he listened to the first part, and he's like, I don't want to be involved in this riffraff. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then uh, second-year students get to do a one-week internship, like, around the country. One girl went to this elephant place in Orange County. She had to shovel shit for 10 hours a day on this elephant conservation place. Sounds like working on a farm. That's it's an internship, just shit shoveler? No, that's my, that was my life as a child, just shoveling. No, I know, but what did shit. it teach this lady, I guess? just, they, just they need someone to shovel shit, and you're the low man on the totem pole. <laughs> so shovel that shit. Uh, let me see. I think that that might be it. That was That's my book report. That's a good... If, so say, say the name of the book and give a shout out to the author again. So uh, I don't know the author's it. name offhand. It's called Kicked, Bitten, and Scratched. That's the, on your recommended reading list. For it this, was uh, this. it was an enjoyable read. Other than the, I mean, other than those fun facts, there were story elements. There were like a lot of the first year students become heavily depressed because it's like so demanding. It takes Jesus. up all your time. Yeah, and you know what they do when people are depressed to get out of the funk? You know what they do? They like to fuck. They said because there was a lot of women, there was a lot of infighting, like a lot of like she said she said battles, a lot of cliques forming, a mm. lot of uh, I like this issues like that. We should, uh, we should go and take a tour. I think you can take a tour. It's not that far away. First year students, you're not allowed to look. You're not allowed to speak to the animals at all. And the second year students are huge dicks because it's like basically like you're a pledge. The first year, second year, you're in the fraternity. <laughs> so then every new second year class is like fuck that first year class, and they forget what it's like. Yeah. So they can't talk to the animals, and if you're seen, you get like reprimanded. And like the guy who originally started it. He would throw you out if you were one minute late three times. And then eventually... The, the, what is the, this, uh, med school? Eventually, the junior college was like, this guy's fucking students. This guy's calling them dumb broads. We're a lawsuit waiting to happen. They had to change like the whole program. Dude, why do you even want to do this? A, this guy's a huge asshole. This job pays no money. And then you're constantly ha- dealing with all these fucking issues. This guy almost got herpes B. Oh my you're God. touching monkey jizz. And you're paying. Dude, some guys were... A guy was a plumber... And he went there like, he's like, hey, maybe this will be my new career. He was like 40 years old. And was he pounding? He <laughs> failed out. He did? A lot of There's like a high dropout rate because it's like fucking intense. Two years. It's crazy. Dude. And you have to do academics on top of like shoveling all the shit. Dude, where, where do you even get a job doing this? 
A chick uh, online dating hit me up not that long ago. She works at Universal Studios. They feed people into their like you know shows like that. What do they do? They do like live animal shows. Oh, they have. Uh, that's right. They have Jaws. They have a live shark. <laughs> no, but it's like you go in one of those auditoriums they have, and it's do like, they? I didn't. Is that true? Yeah, and they're like me, Bob the fucking hawk, and they come out with a fucking bird. They do that globe. at Universal Studios. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Steve O'Neill should get a job They had a there. seal at the place who was like this old fucking uh, thing with had cataracts, but it was like a diva, and it would like really like fuck with people. Like all these animals seemed fucking nuts, man. They're fucking animals. They're not nuts. They're fucking animals. They shouldn't be in confinement. One, two. I mean, they're just like people. They have fucking attitudes and problems. They don't like to do shit. And all you're doing is forcing these fucking creatures to perform these tasks that they don't want to fucking do. They're only doing it because that's the only way they'll get fed. And they fucking hate you. Animal conservation people are uh, obviously a big thorn in this uh, program's side. Oh, I would imagine. Well, one, they're against circuses and stuff like that. Yeah. And they're, you know, a lot of people are against zoos. Is that a knock? I don't know. Hold on one second. O'Neill's checking the door. Wait a second. I'm going to talk amongst myself about my victory. Welcome back. Whoa, Steve Renazizi's back. Plug him in. For the last, <laughs> for the last few minutes of the show. I figured I'd come and give a wrap up of uh, where I've been. <laughs> a reporter on the street. How did uh, how'd your shit go? It was intense, guys. It was. Uh, you had a uh, you had a, v- a heavy veal parmesan for lunch. <laughs> Dude, was that a veal? Did you go with the veal? <laughs> no, I didn't go with the veal. You went the chicken. Oh, excuse me. Chicken. Excuse yeah. me. Heavy chicken. Parm. White sauce. Look, it looked like an elephant. It was a lemon lot, like uh, a lemon cream sauce. Looked like heavy. So, looked like a he- an ogre came all over your plate. It was. And it, 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 that's what it looked like coming out. Oh, <laughs> there was spaghetti in there? Whole? Full full long noodles? Of, full pieces of rigatoni. Wow. When you got up, did you just have to pull some out of the last, some, some stragglers? Oh, did it look like you were making Play-Doh? Uh, like when you stick oh. it through that thing? Oh, and it, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, we were worried about you. No, and then, we thought and then maybe Tracy you just didn't like the content of the show and then no, maybe you were done. Yeah, I, just like, I, <laughs> I thought you were not enough. I thought you guys were better than that. Can we, uh, <laughs> let's discuss our first night here, Thursday night, yeah. Star Wars debut night. Yep. Yes. Steve was uh, great, nice enough. He bought us tickets to go see Star Wars. Yes. Mm-hmm. So where we do comedy, it's in a mall. And the top level is the comedy club. And then across from it, there's a movie theater. And we walk out there in the atrium. There's a line that's wrapping around the whole square. As you can imagine. People in costumes. I see Chewbacca's, Princess Leia's. They were showing Star Wars every, what, 30 to 40 minutes on a different screen. There was about eight screenings, it looked like, in different theaters. And so we said, hey, let's get our tickets and let's just walk right in here and see what we can do. (laughs) O'Neal is starting to form all these crazy plans. There's a, uh, a yellow rope across the theater that we were due for. And but said, there was also uh, said, a roped off, like like when you're going to the amusement park, yeah. a zigzag line that you're supposed to wait in. But we said, we're not going to wait in this no, fucking we're line. we're not. And so O'Neill uh, did a, a reconnaissance mission where he goes under the cleaning in, uh, s- session, yellow well, rope, all, into the theater by himself. But, oh, Steve goes. Can, not, uh, yeah, I, I do take some responsibility for this. I was like, You hey, sent O'Neal. them? I sent them. I was like, our best 
bet to getting good seats in this thing is you going in there and see if there's anywhere to hide. You said a closet, like yeah, some closet. sort of closet where you keep. Go, your, is there any closets or something? A around jacket. There? Everyone, so everyone knows. I figure me, you, and me, the three of us are in there with a couple popcorns and some sodas, chilling out until you know people start to come in, and then we just slip in with everyone else. A lot of people do know that there are closets in movie theaters. <laughs> Group closet, number one spot. I once played seven minutes in heaven <laughs> during a movie. Just went in the closet, fucked a woman, and I came out. I, I hang my jacket in the closet every time I go in there. You're like Mr. And Rogers. I put, my, put my hat, hang my hat on the hat rack I've in there. You, I've seen you change your shoes. Well, you. <laughs> Room closets or like, you know, storage I go, closets. Hey, I, do you have a closet I can put my luggage in? I put my luggage with me. I came straight from the airport to see this movie. So, O'Neill, you went in. Well, I did. I did what, a recon. What did you see? Was there anyone in there? Well, I found the perfect spot for us to hide it was up <laughs> below the projector but off to the left there was this area that was super easy for us to crouch down when the cleaning crew came in but while you came out there was about eight different people in there they would have definitely seen us well i was getting ready to call you and you and tell you the plan but then i was worried what if i got trapped in there by myself and then i was tossed out and then oh, I they told see. you to leave. No, no, they didn't. No, what if they threw him oh, out? Yeah, what, what if, if they, they found did? me? Oh, okay. What if I was? they found the stowaway? <laughs> I think they would have flogged you. Well, uh, Yeah, judging by the security, because then what ends up happening? Oh, that I think they would have whipped you with Twizzler. Uh, Twizzlers. So when they finally open up the rope to let people in, there's this girl who's taking her job at the movie theater a little too seriously. Well, there's one guy who's like, he's been waiting for this Star Wars night for a long time. The he cop? Was, no, the guy who worked there. He was wearing, he was middle-aged white guy. He was wearing oh, the yeah. special uh, release 3D glasses over his own glasses. Yep. And he was really shouting out orders, really like two at, a, two at a time, making people wait. And then they would let them come free. He was loving the power. He was feeling it. And there was a guy there that I'm 100% convinced was uh, like an air marshal for movie theaters. <laughs> this, this guy, had, his attire was tremendous. Hawaiian <laughs> shirt, tucked in. He had right? the best costume, non-Star Wars related. Mustache, he had like, Eastern European. <laughs> he had like mom khakis. Like blondish he brown hair. Like the dude, what was what's the guy who said? The, the, uh, the Iceman? He, yeah. He had like, <laughs> he had like, like a that. giant head one of those big gigantic european heads he's like mid mid 50s and he had like weird boots on as well like. dude he had size 16 shoes but he was only like probably 510 this guy had the biggest fucking feet i've ever seen movie marshal dude you never know what's yep. gonna happen movie yeah. theaters have become dangerous but he which uh, is also why i also encouraged o'neill not to smoke pot before because we were, <laughs> i figured he might flip out stand up and lose it a little bit start to make some movements and get shot in the chest three times by that fucking by the, <laughs> the, the movie marshal. theater Marshall, he just goes. I've been waiting for this. I've been going to a lot of movies. And just shoots me. I've been waiting. Fifteen years they got me on this beat, and I haven't killed anyone yet. About goddamn time, this son of a bitch I've is getting seen crazy. Over one thousand movies with no action. Tonight's my night. He's like some people would say, "Hey, that's a good lucky streak." <laughs> me, it's a boring fucking job. About time I get to kill this kid. So finally, they open the the cleaning ceases, and they start letting people in. But from the atrium waiting area, yeah. and it's a woman. But only in groups of like four. A yeah. woman comes up to us and wants to know what we're waiting for. Why we're sitting right next to her fucking movie theater uh, entrance? We really had no answers. We said, "What did wait, you talk to her, Steve?" She was just sort of like 
I, I said, look, I, I know the manager over there. I put, she's like, you don't know. And then she just, she just shut us down at every turn. She was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And you have to wait in the back of the line. And then she was intent on just making our lives miserable. And also, so, so that meant, like, we didn't even know where the line was. So we just were standing on the side. And we and didn't know when like, it was over. Can we just go in? She was like, nope, not yet. She would yell at you. At one point, I went to walk across where she was standing in front of the entrance to talk to O'Neill. And she goes, you will not go in there. Go right across. And I was yeah. like, all right, man. I broke off from the pact because I figured it's every man for himself at this point. You were going to create a diversion <laughs> yeah. at one point. I was I blowing my nose your, on the uh, side. I didn't know what your diversion was, but at one point I just saw you wrestling with the front of your jacket. <laughs> and I was like, and now there's a hundred people. There's like thousands of people lined up for other showings of the movie. And when I'm like, people were is starting. he showing his dick to the entire line over there? Because that will certainly cause a distraction. It would- I thought you were beating it. Like beating you like that. So I was like, you guys go. I'm sacrificing myself for the group. Masturbate in front of a crowded group of people. And people were starting to recognize Steve from the show The League and Daddy Knows well, Best. Probably Daddy Knows. I heard a lot of, is that Steve, is that Steve or Aziz from Daddy Knows Best? So that was making it even weirder because we were just locked in in this one area while all these people were moving in these lines around us. So finally... Everyone goes in. We're the last three guys. Guess what, lady who was enforcing the rules? The theater was fucking half full. Yeah. And she wanted Moron. to see our tickets. She didn't ask anybody for no tickets. no one else. She wanted to see our three tickets for Ugh. that specific show. Well, and I see, wanted to shove did it. Did you see her stop those children that had lightsabers or something? Yep. She was like, she, she was She stopped them just crazy. to shove them in her pussy later at night. She, her dildos are all broken. She was like Paul Blart. Do you think Disney has gone so far as to just to license uh, Star Wars franchise for sex toys? Yes. No, for sure. Dude, yeah. I fucked a Chewbacca pocket pussy last night. It was yeah, unbelievable. You, you should you hear the your, noises. You don't have your Leia, Princess Leia flashlight yet? <laughs> <laughs> I wore an Obi-Wan condom. Yeah. <laughs> it's just his face on the I, tip. I have an Obi-Wan Kablomi. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't get your storm storm gloopers yet, honey? There's those little pellets you drop on your back. I have, uh, I got Choda. It's a thing for your nuts. I got, I got Jabba the Butt Hut. (laughs) Luke Cream Pie Walker. (laughs) The Han Solo speaks for itself. That's just the name Uh, of masturbation. Yeah. What you got? You guys really liked the movie without giving anything away. I enjoyed it because I, I did very very much an homage to the first one. Yeah. So. I didn't dislike it, but I'm not a huge Star Wars guy, so I wasn't head over heels, but it was good. Yeah. It was, it was no Tango and Cash, but... No. Wasn't over the top. Which is one of your favorite movies. Wasn't over the top. Just said, one of your great... Uh, what are your great films? O'Neill was time. sitting. Uh, these two. Ch- we saw the 11:30 showing, which yeah, started 3D. fucking 11:45 at the earliest. Yeah, and, but uh, it's tw- today we went to Creed at twelve thirty-five. It started. Oh, we didn't walk in. The, we didn't yeah. leave here until twelve forty. We were we didn't fine. Walk in the theater to twelve fifty, and we still watched another five minutes of preview during Star and the Wars. Whole time, though, the whole time today at Creed, uh, I had to listen to some high school kid get a blowjob. Oh, yeah. from his fucking girlfriend. You think? I looked because I was. Dude, getting I heard annoyed. some squi- a lot of squishing. I think he was fingering her. Dude, I'll say this though: if you're in, if you're doing that and you're there at the theater to do that, and we come in that row, you got to go back one. Then. Yeah, Dude, the, move. The theater was empty, pretty yeah. much. He had a lot move. of real estate. There's a lot of giggling and a lot of squishing. I bet you he la- he laughed so hard at one point. I was like, uh oh, and I turn around and look. 
He probably blew a load on the back of one of your heads. That's what happened. I was sitting directly in front of him. Yeah, definitely on the back of your like head or Maybe jacket. It was annoying. It was your uh, jacket. I check your jacket or something. Your I was close to giving the f- the angry white man like shut the fuck up. But during Star Wars, that did happen. I didn't hear it. You yeah, a guy sitting weirdo. next to me was reprimanding these like seven year old kids sitting directly behind. They him. were up from eleven forty five till two in the he morning. He was wearing all black. I don't know what his. He looked like he worked there. Yeah, he looked like he had. Like, he could have gotten at, off, and he was like. I'm taking this night off. This is the biggest night of my year. Yeah, he's like, but I'm going to wear my what, work uniform. What was yeah, he saying to, to them? He kept every time that they would they would go. One would be like, Oh my god, I'm scared. And he'd be like, Would you shut up? Yeah. <laughs> but their parents were there. I know. I, I know. don't know. The, what parents, the parents were both were in costume. Too, yeah. The parents were fans of Steve from Daddy Knows yep. Best. From yeah, I don't know if that's what they meant. They stopped you to tell you that. Yeah. The mother was Princess Leia. What was the father? I think he was like a stormtrooper or something. No, uh, Darth Vader was he? I thought Obi Wan maybe like a robe. I don't know. It <laughs> could have just been a bathroom. The mom robe at one point you. had to run the daughter out. I think the daughter had to she pee. ran. She like hustled. I thought they were gonna fall down the stairs, yeah. dude. They ran a and million I, miles. And an she hour. like looked at the screen one last time, like, and then at the girl, like, I can't believe you're making me do this. Oh, <laughs> and then there was the guy in the Darth Vader helmet standing oh. next to us, just yep. eyeing us on we the were, stairs. Three of us were worried that the fucking uh, movie marshal wasn't in our. This guy, the comes movie in. marshal, was in Chipmunks. He got the wrong <laughs> tickets. He's like, they're like, no. Just because you have this job, you still will not get good seats to yeah. Star Wars. What if he was like a bad movie marshal and they intentionally sent him to Chipmunks? So like you're not, but you haven't been doing your job. Yeah. What if yeah. that? What if the Darth Vader guy was a guy there to test the the movie marshal to see if he would do anything? I had that heard guy was guy freaking me out. Bomb threat. I had heard that no costumes would be allowed because of the guy That's in Colorado went in and uh, yeah, he was dressed Joker. as Bane. No, he was dressed as Bane oh, and he had Bane, a face yeah. mask. And yeah. they're like, and they're like, oh, he's just in costume. He's wearing a bulletproof vest. But Dude, he, no, you know what there. though? If you looked at that crowd, then this the movie would make fifteen million dollars for the weekend if they were, they turned away everyone in a costume oh, it, or yeah. with anything. I'd say it was like a quarter. Eh. No, more than that. More, more than that. Yeah. I was gonna say less. I was gonna say fifty percent. Fifty percent had a, either a lightsaber, a shirt on. Yeah. Uh, like paraphernalia from the movie so uh this guy comes in the movie had already started painted right faces. Previous, i saw previous. at least 10 painted faces yeah, yeah we had a yoda in our theater green yeah. face uh so this guy comes in a long uh mountain man white man beard white guy he's holding a darth vader helmet on his side like he's a football player on the bench and then a lightsaber and we're like what the f-? and he's just standing he's- to the side of us texting on the stairs while he uh, peruses the the aisles in the theater. And in like, my head, I'm where like, are my collaborators, guys? It's time. I was we were trying to figure out how we were going to take this guy down. Best yeah. move, clothesline, put over him over the, the edge, ra- edge, over the railing right there. He snaps his neck. And but then, do you think it would happen <laughs> that easily? Back to back, and we take on the theater. We take on the theater. Yep. Do you think it would be that easy, like a, a battle royal in wrestling, where they just go over the ropes, or do you think he like wouldn't get? No, to, he would not expect O'Neill and I to know exactly what his plan yeah. was and how to thwart it. Because we already knew <laughs> we were we were doing nonverbal communication. Yep. Steve was going to go for the legs and do the dump while I flip him, use his body oh, you, with the chest. You guys weren't going to go with the wrestling tag team, hold no, hands, no. double clothes. And if line. I had to, no, we're I would do the go. charm route where I, I go, "Hey man, what's up?" And O'Neill gets down and crouches <laughs> below, and I just push him out of nowhere. He trip. Yeah, I. <laughs> you look at him, and then I go to the stair below him, and then you push him, and he right trips over. over me. Done. But uh, it turned out I think he was just looking for whoever he was meeting. <laughs> he almost got, ended up just being nothing, guys. So <laughs> He was almost paralyzed. Mission accomplished. It was a close call. 
It really was. At the theater. This theater had hot dogs. Is that a new thing in movies? No. Yeah. What? People were eating hot dogs. Yeah, they were yeah, pounding no, I know. That's dogs. not a new thing in theaters at oh, all. Oh, people do that? They At some theaters, you can get hot. I mean, there's a theater in where my wife and I go to. You get full-blown dinner. Really? Wait. Yeah. I picks. Really? Yeah. Full-blown dinner, wine, champagne, like, you know, beer. What, what were your picks? What'd you get? Like, we, it's, if we can't do, if this movie's like two hours, two and a half hours, we can't do dinner in a movie because you just like yeah you're gone. So we're like fuck it, we'll just do this. And it's is it great. good food. In Pasadena, it's great. Yeah, food's great. Well, uh, it's like thirty bucks a ticket. Is it like oh, that's uh, why it's so cheap? Yeah, it is pretty cheap. I went to tickets a, are like fifteen anyway. I yeah. went to a theater where uh, you, you can like bring nice your own chairs. You can bring your own hibachi. Very smoky though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everything went low. It was like you low fog. Or, on I ordered everything. the fajitas and everyone got pissed. <laughs> Did you guys notice that the uh, screen today during Creed was damaged? In yeah, one area. One slit right Very there. distracting. Really, I didn't yeah. notice it. It's I was so, so funny. I do the same pissing thing. Pissing me off. I emailed the Yes Network because for two years I was like, "You guys have a megapixel out on your center field camera." It bothered the fuck out of <laughs> Dude, me. Do that. I kept watching like because I have these nice, beautiful TVs, and I would see these fucking pixels out. And I emailed Yes. I was like. Get a new center field camera. You're fucking Jesus. New York Yankees. <laughs> Dude, this screen was really bad. You didn't notice it? I was so involved in this blowjob going on behind <laughs> me that like I didn't that was the thing that was preoccupying my mind because I was like, I had to know what they were doing, but I couldn't figure it out. You were just trying to come secondhand yeah. from the sound. You were trying to get I, would, I just kept gasm. saying I just wanted to see when she was done because I was like, I'm next. Dude, they had a, there was a tear in the screen, a noticeable yeah, seam that. right down. It was upper, middle, right. It was beyond people's... Like really daylight into daylight shots or any into oh, real dark shots. You could see it, right like into blaring. it. I didn't. Yeah. How do they, char- they charge us money for that? It's bullshit. It's Where's- fucking Creed... A month after it came out, the weekend Star Wars. Came you think out. they We're put like in? It was in focus. <laughs> yeah, dude. You're- <laughs> it was basically a, a cream pie festival because it was a it was a fuck f- movie. Festival. But the movie theater. marshals need to, if there's no danger, need to be reporting stuff like that. It's that's also- like their shit. Yeah, that's the shit theater. That's that's yeah, the one that's that their glory hole. Theater. Yeah, they're, they're not putting weren't- Princess Leia up on that one. People would go crazy. No, they would never. That's their <laughs> no. B theater. Yeah, that's like, where you're going. Could you to even see imagine all this what shit. they threw the good dinosaur on? <laughs> <laughs> has Has anyone seen that out? Anyone here seen it? Dude, it's still better than that theater in Highland Park that I go to. That's only three dollars. What happens there, dude? You're, you're three dollars. What time of day? They'll rip the soles of your shoes off because the floors are so sticky, and it's nothing but gangbangers in there <laughs> just hanging out, forming plans. <laughs> Like on who they're gonna fucking shoot up? They next. just go in because so the, the government can't fucking wiretap them in there because of oh the volume. God. So I go there. No, because of copyright infringement. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we can't play this. <laughs> we can't. in a public area. No, you can't listen to Creed. We can't get that audio out there That's for everyone. True. Here. <laughs> and there's also like children in there running up and down. See, they might have a like common... a daycare in the back of the theater. This is a common problem for you though. You go to parks to work out where there's gangbangers. You go to movie theater. You seem to uh, like but the this. new theater. I work out the new park has no gang bangers Do you, but you complain that it was yuppies yeah, you and might. hipsters yeah so when i was working out in eagle rock uh there was a heavy gang presence and a lot of these guys were impressed with my muscle ups so i made friends with them <laughs> which is a big it's like a prison exercise <laughs> yeah and they were like oh man dog it took i was locked hey, up man. for four years it took me three of where, those years just to learn how to do muscle ups where'd you do your time man like those are that form's pretty damn good man like you're oh, natural God. i always alluded that it was maybe white collar crime that yeah. i was I- involved did in you, did you bring a briefcase just to bring that story to a new level. No, his face does it. Those glasses. I wore a suit and worked out in it. Hey, guys. I'm just on lunch break. White collar crime. 
So that, what movie did you see last at this gangster theater? Oh, I saw this, The Sinister. That was like a year ago. Do they just play Selena over and over again? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they have new releases. By the way, do you have the audio to these gangsters that are fighting I don't have them. Uh, look it up right now uh, on YouTube. You okay. have to watch this. So these gangbangers from Glendale, California, and uh, like Highland Pas- Park. Pasadena, you said? Pasadena. So they're over in Syria gangbanging. What is it under? Wait a second. Just type in uh, gang gang members Syria. These dude, these guys are hardcore. They're like, you'll see. A lot there of drop is. a lot of homies. Let me there see. There it is, 221. Yeah, that's it. This guy. <laughs> so. This guy says American gang, Armenian power in Syria, volume two. This guy's covered in tats. Armenian power? That's a gang? Yeah, in Glendale. All right, here we go. Well, let me check first to see if there's a fucking shitty commercial. Ad? Could be. Here we go. Uh, now there's, uh, oh, no, this, there's an advertisement for the site that this is from. Memory? Yeah. So turn that v- volume up. Volume? It's volume. It's volume. Here we go. Hey, we still right here, homie. It's fucking morning. <laughs> fucking. We got the enemigos right there, homie. Let me represent myself, homie. It's Creeper, homie, from the G-Dub Trece gang, homie. Son Valley gang, homie. Fucking whiner from Westside Armenian Power gang, homie. Still Puro Sureños putting it right down, here, homie. In Middle East, fuck. homie, in Syria. Still gangbanging, not giving a fuck, homie. Look, yeah, homie, check this out. The Puro Sur Trece, homie. Still gangbanging this shit, homie. Maybe we shouldn't play this. <laughs> we might get killed. Go, Mali. Check out the enemigas right there, homie. They're all right there, dog. But we don't give a fuck, homie. As you know, homie, and shout out, homie, Capone, Mr. Criminal from Silver Lake, homie, Capone from Cyclone, Silver Lake. and Crazy Loco from Pasadena, and Pink Lady, we still got love for your girl, we still got love for all your homies, all the Sureños, oh, all you vatos, let's put this shit down to all these motherfuckers, homie. What the? Jesus Christ. So now they're just holding the guns over their heads and shooting them. At what, though? Not, uh... That's right. You know, I don't know if these guys went to any weapons handling classes or anything. Tell the homies in fucking Middle East, homie, still gangbanging, homie. Putting that shit down for the big Sur Trece gang, homie. Syria, homie. We're in Syria, homie. Still G-Dub, Gompiwano's Trece gang, homie. Frontline, homie. Frontline, homie. Frontline, we don't give a fuck. All right, let's think we got it. Fuck them fools, homie. Seems like things are under control. Uh, yeah, these guys, really these guys are good. What uh, part of Syria they're in? Oh, the nice part. Yeah, <laughs> they're there on vacation. My question is one: Who do they hook up with when they're there? Like, are they like, "Hey, homie, hey, homie, who's the general here, homie"? Yeah, like what when they flew into the airport, wherever you fly into in Syria? Like, how do they get from the airport Customs? to wherever they Sir, are? Sir, what are you here is for? Is there an Uber? Like, homie, I'm the, here from the There puto. might be a, a gangbanger vacation package where as soon as you get there, you get your AK-47. They fly you out to a battlefield, and then uh, you can just shoot it or up. Or maybe it's, it's like a gangster line of cruises where you go camp. to like different war zones, and they're like, guys, we're going to support, hey. join the battle. That's crazy. great if it was. You live near Pasadena. How do you feel uh, seeing some of your uh, peers? I know. I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Dude, this, guy, this guy's in Silver like Lake. <laughs> They're talking about Silver Lake in there. I know. How about getting a shout out from somebody who's still, he's still got love for his people back home? Dude, at the end of that, he goes, hey, man, shout out to Eagle Rock Rec Center where I used to work out and do pull-ups and shit, dog. If you see this guy, <laughs> Ryan O'Neill, yeah. homie. That's a white kid. How much did they say homie in that video? I'd say like at least 30. 
A lot, it's, many, it's, many. Even the Armenian guy was talking like he was Mexican, which uh, he was Armenian, right? He was in a group called Armenian Power. Yeah, I don't know. The APs. <laughs> is, that, is that what they go by? I guess. All the right. other guy, he just kept on saying things that sounded like they rhymed. He was like, Capone, homie. All those places are way too close to where I live for me to comment any further on this. <laughs> those guys look like they're doing a good job. I already we'll have Steve that. O'Neill to worry about riding past my house. For the record, Steve Renazizi supports all you guys fighting over there 100%. in Syria. <laughs> yeah. if I could support all the troops and all the <laughs> non-sanctioned troops as well. <laughs> the NSTs. Yeah. Dude, that's craziness, man. <laughs> Hey, why go through the the legitimate means to fight? Why? Why when go you can just sign up, rigmarole and paperwork? <laughs> yeah, crazy. man, you can you can come and go as you please. Like, Where do hey. they get weapons? Like, I, I'm just curious. Like, I'm what? saying the Armenians anywhere. No, but they're America. in Syria. They're not in America. I'm sh- it's probably easier to get them in Syria than it is to get here. I think the Armenian guys, not. somebody they must know, must be either Syrian or be. Able- I mean, those guys, the Mexican guys, not Bro, speaking the you're, language. You're breaking this thing down like I mean. I, I, I don't even know how they got to the airport. <laughs> Do these guys have passports? There's no way that if they're really bad, I mean, could they have? You can't get a passport if you have a criminal record, no, right? If you're a felon, you can't miss anything below. You can. Oh, right? Uh, yeah, I don't. I think I don't think you can go if you have a felony. Felony, I don't think you uh, can. I, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to judge, but one of those guys out of the two probably had a felony. I would probably say if they were <laughs> saying half the things that they were a part of. That's. <laughs> Dude, yeah, maybe well, I don't know. Stowaway on a cargo it's ship. Good. It's good they're still focusing on getting things out on YouTube while they're doing other things. Representing how man. many hits does that have? Added like fifty G's. It's not bad. Maybe they'll get on like SNL or something. They're looking for diversity. <laughs> maybe we should stop talking about it because now I'm scared. <laughs> Dude, they put it out. They want it discussed. Yeah. I don't know about that. That <laughs> <laughs> may just been a private video for somebody. Yep. Somebody Man. fucked up and hit the... Maybe you, they're big Daddy Knows Best fans. I'm surprised we didn't get a Daddy uh, Knows Best. <laughs> daddy Knows Best, homie. Could you, well, let me tell you something. I I represent... Hey, and a shout out to great web series, I dog. would be here right now with you guys. I'd be uh, moving. <laughs> uh, well, that brings us to the end of the show. We have Steve Renazizi come and go. He had to take a sorry. I had to take that shit chicken parmesan white sauce shit, <laughs> lemony white sauce. Like oh. a, it was like a yeah, like a marsala sauce. Oh, O'Neill had a hummus platter. Yeah, yeah. Platter. How do you feel about that? Very garlicky. Didn't realize it was going to be so garlicky. Bobby Lee and Yusef raved about this. I mean, the, the food, place is the good. Biscuits and, it Should we give good. it a shout out? What? Uh, yeah, what, would, what would Carl from Sling Blade say about the breakfast mm. you've been having? Mm, I reckon I love me some of them biscuits and gravy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, si- what size you got? Mm, I reckon I'll take the biggins. Mm-hmm. Why don't you order like that? <laughs> the By gra- the way, the gravy's got bacon, bic- yeah. bis- like little bacon nipples. I wish they gave you more gravy. Mm, bacon they- nipples? I wish they gave you no, like yeah, like little <laughs> more nipples of bacon. I wish there was more gravy on it. Like, I wish you could I order a to be side drowning. of pancakes with it as well. <laughs> I want a side of titties to suck on. Pancake titties? Just a set? Yeah. We don't have to leave. The car's not coming till 9 tomorrow. We should get one more breakfast, I think. Yeah. One more biscuits. By the way, I'd like to share. I know we're uh, good with time. It's a special special occasion. Last night, uh, after the show, uh, 
Ryan and myself, marijuana is illegal in the streets of Seattle. Yep. I hadn't smoked marijuana in, I'd say, 10 to and 15 it, years. Steve <laughs> found uh, somebody had dropped some marijuana cigarettes on the ground. And no, Steve I brought found it with it. me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I brought it from California. You want to give any shout-outs to, to your homies back give there? shout-out to Pete C., the best pot dealer in the world. You think he's Throws in Syria right now? now. I don't know if he's in Syria fighting right now. My homie Pete C. Shout-out to the... Uh, the um, Marijuana dispensary on Hill in Pasadena. What's shout up, out homies? To them. That's a shout out to your road. Shout out to um, yeah to the people that work. Channing who works there. Channing, works at Channing Tatum. No. Oh, I'm not gonna say her last name, but Channing works at Starbucks. I see her in the morning, and then and sometimes I see she works at the pot dispensary. Oh, you see her both jobs. Wow, wow. Jobs. hard worker. She looks like Emma Roberts. She's a cute little girl. Oh. Very very very. Do you nice. acknowledge that? Oh You yeah. see her in both places all the time. Like, but it's not like so. It's Co- uh, I get Tracy drinks coffee, and you know I I don't, but I get stuff Tracy Burgess, a listener of Danish O'Neill and Boner City. Sure, not okay. my wife. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I didn't know you guys were boys. And then uh, he did see us in Nashville when you were that's there. That's true. That's right. Yeah. Tracy Burgess. So anyway, we smoke weed. O'Neill and I. Uh, Steve, you uh, you're a bit of a veteran weed smoker. You smoke yeah. weed probably twice a month or so. Sure. Sure. And by twice a month, we mean eight times a day. Well, no, not. I mean, I, I, I just got life insurance, so I don't know about that. Uh, like, <laughs> so, like, you once carry a it month. in case we want to get high. Yeah, it's, in case I, we. There's always some around. You're rec- very recreational. Once every six months. Yeah, sure. Recreational. So, okay. Neil and I, uh, we were giggling like schoolgirls uh, at really nothing. I was walking back. O'Neill was talking about a pull-up bar, and then just started laughing, and he almost fell down walking. <laughs> it was. Like he just forgot how to form words and sentences at the same time. <laughs> and you I were was having a p- completely loose conversation before that. I was I was barely holding keeping my shit together men- in the conversation. Yeah. As we walked out of the comedy club, it's also like a bar. There's like it's a part of a bigger place. So there's bars and stuff you have to go through. We were walking through this Latin dance party, and I just I looked at like five different characters and just started dying laughing yeah. to myself. And O'Neill looked at me and he goes, what? And then he started laughing for about <laughs> a minute. So we go into where we've been having all our meals, uh, this place. 13 Coin. And uh, there's a band performing. Oh. One of the f- tremendous cast of yeah. characters. You described them as something out of a Christopher Guest movie. It was exactly like, yeah, I mean, you yeah. had the, the lead singer was, had that slash hair. No, he was the good, lead oh, guitarist. The lead guitar, really guitar. The lead singer was a black woman. An attractive black woman. Very Diana Like Summers. a Jackie Brown Diana Summers kind of look. The guy on keys is wearing a shitty fedora, like Hawaiian print yep. shirt, silk. Guy on the drums, pube fro. Look like cop mustache. Look like Bob Ross had sex with Howard Stern. Yeah, Bob, and then and like, Weird yeah, Al, like Weird Napoleon Al. Dynamite's uncle, but not the one that he <laughs> not did, Rico, like, not Rico, the other one who yeah. looks exactly like his dad, the one that didn't play football. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so uh, we're dying at that, but then we notice a table of hot. Mid thirties women, yeah, and yep. O'Neill and I are like, "Is this lady eyeing us down?" That's my kryptonite. Yep, we didn't know if this lady's eyeing us down or not. But then out of nowhere, she came over. She comes over, squats down between me and O'Neill. S- squats right down. Pops a squat. She's wearing a skirt, nice skirt, black with uh, fur trim at the bottom. That yeah. wasn't her Jesus, pussy. What are you? It's crazy me- mental abilities of remembering all the. Details. I don't smoke a lot of marijuana. Neither do you, but. My, I smoke so little that I remember, I remember I everything. For lunch, besides the shit. I can't out. remember what movie we saw. Yeah. So she um, she says, I was at your show, and I just wanted to know if I could take a picture with you guys. 
And we were like, yeah, that's fine. She's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're like, no, it's totally fine. Yeah. So we stand up, go over to where her ball bag of a boyfriend is sitting with his buddies. Guy's wearing a white blazer, just a real D-bag. Pink shirt underneath. He starts taking a media. Thank you for coming to the show, though, all the fans who came out. Yeah. <laughs> they were there, though. They were part of a rowdy Christmas yeah, they, party. It, this weekend First is notorious show. for Christmas parties. Yes. Regardless of usually how big of a comedian you have, if you sign on to do this weekend, you're signing on to be part of Christmas party chaos. These people were rowdy. And at one point, we, I think, offended their party. We attacked them. We offend their- everyone because they're not... A audience, they're groups of individual parties yes. who have been forced to come to a comedy club, and we some. I think we said <laughs> yeah. no, but we said something to this particular group that they didn't like. Some of them didn't like. They were getting a little crazy, yeah, because they're fucking assholes. And we talked. At, well, they're paying customers. And I appreciate everyone who came out this weekend. <laughs> so we said something about their boss. At one point, one of the guys started to get. It's time for you to go, giving us like the get off, and then the crowd booed him. The crowd booed O'Neal that tried to guy start us, uh, a cunt chant at the guy, but we were about to get off, and in my uh, mind... I did it in La Jolla once, La Jolla Comedy Store. I had 200 people chanting cunt, and it was it was a great feeling of power. Yeah, I've done some stuff once, too, but I don't claim to be an expert. I thought maybe this will work again. In my mind, I knew that there was an act coming out after us. I wanted to try to... Let's settle things down a little bit. By the way, quick segue, I hate to interrupt, but are you pissed that Larry Wilmore got the host of the White House Correspondents Dinner and passed over you guys for the, for the gig? <laughs> we, were, well, we were in the running. That would have been a good one to cunt. start that cunt chant again <laughs> at Obama. Or yeah. Michelle. Cunt. <laughs> Who's going to miss this cunt, huh? <laughs> Let's get it going. Cunt. 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 And he's cunt. like, I told you it wasn't going to work. It was one time in La Jolla, though. It was magical. <laughs> So apparently the woman liked it, but the guy in the blazer who felt like his uh, masculinity was being yeah. tested, threatened yeah. by Danish and O'Neill, two large, over six over feet tall, six feet. strapping gentlemen. He starts taking shots at us, little little jabs. Well, well he for, says, when first, we're taking the picture, what are you guys going to do, touch your dicks together? Well, first, after the picture then. You, you claim. tell what happened here? You claim. Dude, I'm I telling you. I didn't I know it. the moment. So she, you were also high and turned to me at one point and said, I don't know what's real right now. <laughs> okay, that could be it. So, so when I hear that, this whole well, part of the credibility is a bit shot. In my mind, this is Listen, what happened. <laughs> we were at the table. He goes, turns to me, he goes, I don't know what's real. Right <laughs> well, that guy at the table was so coked up, I couldn't tell if I was imagining it or he's because his lady's no, nose was, started bleeding. No, I know that uh, was like it, almost like it was very stereotypical. Yeah. It was like he just moved from where Scottsdale, Arizona. It was like what not to happen when you smoke pot for the first time in over fifteen yeah. years. It was like I, I, I at one point go, I'm going to the bathroom. Deal O'Neal with cokeheads. O'Neill knew my thirty year old women. O'Neill knew I wasn't coming back, and he goes, "You sit down. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> You're not going." Well, so then this girl, so we stopped. She, oh, so the picture's been taken. We break apart, and then she stares at me. We lock eyes. We're face to face. We lock eyes, and there was this moment where both of us were about ready to kiss each other. <laughs> <laughs> and I thank you. God that you did not take the opportunity, seize the opportunity of that. I moment. thought she was single because we were what? Because she, she was at a table that was like three and was three. Going, wasn't he? Like, I thought taunting? it was just some rowdy dude that was there with them. That oh, was with man. somebody else. Your you reality? Imagine? No, no. Could you imagine if we had to clear out of this place? If we just had to start? It was, but dude, there was so there was this pause. She looks into my. I'm oh, looking boy. at her, and I go, and "Oh I shit!" She like my eyes. for a split moment. I think because she was pretty drunk. I think <laughs> she just thought, bad. "Game on here." 
And so I, I what broke it up? Dude, there was almost like where we both almost kind of leaned in and then reality hit and we're like, whoa. You you I'm realize what you. reality was and you're like, oh wait, yeah. she's looking reality's at the Reality's going to be fucking these three dudes <laughs> jumping on top of me and kicking my ass. So there's, yeah, that. And then, well, yeah. So after the, before that, we even took the picture. He's taking a lot of shots. He and said, uh, why don't you take a picture with the real star of Daddy Knows Best? He was talking about Steve. Well, he was also finger banging his No, his that, was that, that, was that was after. That was after? Yeah, okay. you honestly believe that he stuck three or four knuckles is what you <laughs> Dude, told me. I, I saw it. I turned to O'Neal. I go, look at this. And this guy lifted her skirt, and he's like, literally, his finger is it, through the panties in her ass to be yes. like, I'm in charge here, not those two guys. Can I tell you something right now, a secret? That's why my wife doesn't wear skirts because we. If I get too inappropriate, like I get handsy, and I just grab her and I just get excited. So like it's way easier without skirts. So what does she wear? Like snowsuits? <laughs> no, like leather pants. You know, <laughs> leather pants. She's with like, like, well, Steve's gonna be drinking tonight. Uh, it yep. looks like we gotta put on. I'm like, we're getting an Uber tonight, babe. She's like, all right. Looks I like I'm wearing, wearing the coveralls. <laughs> she wears her leather pants with a cardboard box skirt over the top. <laughs> You're like poking into the box. I mean, yeah. I mean that. Yeah, and. Dude, that guy went. So he had shit under his fingernails. That's how deep he was going. Oh, in there. he God. did. He was also cooking at the restaurant. I saw him there this yeah, morning. He was our waiter. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Uh, he, what a d bag. Yeah, he, that guy was a cock. Then after he came up, he wasn't happy with the jabs he took at us, and he started giving us notes on how we could better our, our performance. Do you two always do your podcast in matching outfits? Yes. White t-shirts, yes. blue shorts, sport shorts. <laughs> Same size boaters right now. <laughs> That's why I have a pillow over my balls. Uh, well, um, we have two more shows, and yeah, then we're, uh, we're headed out we're tomorrow morning. Tomorrow. Yeah. So. Catch us. We'll be with Steve in uh, Arkansas. We're doing a quick... <laughs> no, we'll do some uh, dates next year. Um, the 16. Frankie's disappointed. You're, it, you're going to St. Louis. Frankie's a big Danish and O'Neill fan, but oh, really? go see Steve yeah, at the new come. club. There's a new club. Yeah. Check him yeah, out. Helium. Helium. Would you like to plug anything to we uh, 13,000 uh, downloads? I would love to. I'm going to be, well, first of all, hello, guys. This is a great podcast. And Thank you. you. Listen. Um, Thank you. To listen. But also, uh, I'm going to be in St. Louis for the first time ever in my life in mid-January uh, mid and then uh, in uh, Denver, if you're a Denver person, oh, come yeah. to the Comedy Works. I do the same weekend every year. Me and Shafir do back-to-back weekends. I heard can that's you one of the best clubs in the country. Can you smell the marijuana the in the crowd? Mm, doesn't matter because I I have it on me anyway. So. Your jacket <laughs> stinks, by the way. For somebody who smokes so Well, no, because uh, it's in my pocket. It's in my pocket in my jacket. For someone who smokes so infrequently. Yeah, I know. But it <laughs> smells. Um, and I'm going to the Super Bowl this year, so if you're at the Super Bowl... <laughs> Say hi. Yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna have a kissing booth? You want to say? Do you booth. want to say what seats you'll be in so people can come people see can, you? Yeah, sure. Oh, Are you cool. in? A, where do you in a box? No, it's if it's uh, not a Fox game, you get regular seats. Okay. Yeah. Who are you going with? Uh, the cast of this other thing I did is uh, Daddy knows best. <laughs> not Daddy knows best. Oh, no, so we would have oh, been yeah, right. this other <laughs> show I did called The League. Oh, I never uh, heard of it. Yeah. I, heard of I've it. seen a promos for it. Okay, cool. I'll check it out one of these days. But yeah, we know we just we just wrapped seven years, so it's over. Oh, it's now. over. Yeah, it's oh, over it's too late, oh, for, it's too late so for you yeah, to watch why, now. Why start now. <laughs> Congrats. Congrats thanks. on oh, the run. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Didn't know that. By the way, I, I missed, uh, I forgot. A guy named Ryan came out to see us last night as well. Thank oh, you for yeah. coming. Uh, sorry we missed you after the show. He said he wanted to buy merch, which we have zero of. So, but thank yeah, you. Me neither. <laughs> we got to get our merch game on, guys. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> 
Danish and O'Neill. On the back those... of the Steve says Steve Red is easy. In the back it says Can I Danish sell those Fran Drylac for uh, for president? We have two Fran Lilac for, <laughs> those, for mayor. That's, those, that's your merch. <laughs> yeah. T-shirts only. <laughs> okay. Yeah. T-shirts only say Fran Drylac for president. They do collectors' <laughs> items. I mean, there's very sure. limited merch out there, so you can raise the price on them. Selling merch just seems like it seems, tough. seems tough. I'd rather do it online. You know, like yeah. a, have a. That's what Ari does, right? Yeah. Yep. Because when you get to go out there, it just seems like, I don't know, it seems tough. Pedaling Unless it. you have someone doing it for, for you. For you, yeah, yeah, and that's fine. But if yeah. you have to go out there yourself, it seems like, yeah, It's dis- it's disgusting. I'm bad at sales. Of. Like, if, cause I don't like being pushy. So I get like, if someone's like, like I can't push things. So I'm, he, he, this guy sold cars. I know, be, I don't, I, I don't. I don't I like feel weird about it, but, but I don't like it. You know, it's like something I can do, but I do not enjoy it. But then if you say the price, they're like, "What?" And then you're like, uh. "I know," but I I forget, and you, you kind of realize as, as I've learned is that people feel like sometimes they want something tangible. They had a great time. They want something tangible to take away from the show, so they want like a T-shirt or a yeah. something. So what trust about me, a, comedians are they'll, they'll, they'll give it to you. What about a taste of my D in their mouth? That's a great parting That's gift. Tangible. <laughs> yeah. We were thinking about getting. Yeah. How many times can you do that though? That's true. Uh, how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Danish pop? <laughs> Probably two. Wait, two or three? Three. <laughs> three licks. You're a seasoned comedy veteran. Uh, so uh, we wanted T-shirts, one for men, one for women. One said, I just saw, I, the Danish and O'Neill just got my D wet. And then the other one for the ladies is, the Danish and O'Neill got my P wet. Which yep. I don't know if I like the D wet, because O'Neill said our thing would be to carry a glass of water and let these guys dip their D in it. But then I was like, then we have to hold the glass. No, we'll, we'll get somebody else to hold it. <laughs> Wait, you're gonna draw pictures, or is it just gonna be text? No, he said we literally do this. Like the guys, like we're. Literally- if you want to get your D wet at a Danish O'Neill show? Beat us out after the show, and you can, <laughs> we have a glass you can dip your dick in. Yeah, these <laughs> are our last shows together. We're not doing <laughs> shows together. This is it. If this is gonna be where the Danish O'Neill <laughs> out of the box after is heading. Remember this in Nashville, is our last weekend together in yeah. Nashville, a lady offered. How much did she offer you? The to three pin- bucks to pinch your dick as hard pinch as she could. Yeah, dick. I think we'll go back to Nashville. Do you guys want to do Nashville? Oh, oh yeah, I love Dude, Nashville. We, Nashville is fucking fun, we'll man. Dude, speaking I'm doing, of I'm doing it in like Feb, uh, March, okay. uh, somewhere. April. Yeah, that's about the time we did it last time. Stephanie yeah. Brush will be pleased to hear that she came out Dude, last I, time. Midwestern crowds are our crowds. Yeah, we have a good time. Dude, a lady at a haunt. Speaking, we didn't about- go to Santa's Pub, or did we go to Santa's Pub? We did not. We were we gonna go to Santa's Pub. I heard it was smoky in there. People were complaining. Oh man, dude. It's one of the best dive bars ever. Dude, I went, we went to a honky-tonk. Speaking about going to Knuckle Deep, a lady, a cougar, grabbed my ass and fucking told me yeah. my my colon and everything was looking good. Yeah, she went, went hard deep on, on me. Told me my ulcerative colitis was What's good. It, another? I don't know. Another shit. Cramps again. <laughs> Jesus. Maybe from lemon. that swim, the dude. Lemon. As to Maybe quote you... a great movie, Back to School, maybe it's menstrual. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Melon. <laughs> Melon. <laughs> All right, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wrap up. Give us a five-star review with text. We appreciate it. Do it. That's all we ask. We're what trying does that to mean? We're trying to beat Mark Marin uh, in the ratings. On iTunes, uh, you just rate us five stars and write something. Oh, cool. So we have uh, like I'll read 155. Oh, read the uh, latest I'll, one. I'll that read guy's the latest cool. one. I'll tell you what it means. Uh, and then the more you get, the more it pushes you up on the iTunes charts and stuff. Mm-hmm. So Last night, uh, Philip and uh, Jacob, Phil, Phil and Jacob, who came, the two guys who gave yeah. us those shirts, they work for Boeing. A lot of times you think, hey, who's listening to this show? Scumbags and miscreants? Yeah. Some fine citizens. These guys are making air. air- we do have our By fair the way, share. Scumbags of- and miscreants also work for Boeing as well. <laughs> what? How yeah, dare but you? I mean, that's not a judgment of their We character. have our fair share of... Uh- 
What, the people who send you pics of their, of their girlfriend's <laughs> boobies? I wonder how many pictures people sent to Steve at SteveRenIsEasy.com for real. I mean, it's crazy that we would even mention that, but probably not. <laughs> hey, guys, if, uh, if you've already sent me to some pics, send some over to Steve. Here's a review, December 16th this year. Uh, he says, just gets better and better like a fine wine. That's his subject, five stars. It's by Sheriff NTX. Sheriff in Texas. It says, dudes, I'm so glad you guys started your own podcast. I first discovered you guys a few years ago on Ari's podcast, listened to every episode of Boner City, and was genuinely bummed out when it went off the air. Love the rants when you guys read stories about how insanely stupid and self-absorbed people can be. I totally understand. I've been a policeman for 17 years, and I've seen my share. I'm surprised daily that the human species has survived this long. Keep the episodes coming, and don't forget to keep that microphone clean that always gets farted upon. Yeah. It's a cop. Look 17 at that years. Right there. That's the it's law cop, and order. Man. Respecting your podcast. Yeah. It's got to feel good, guys. O'Neill knows that I he can it. break laws and call that guy. Texas, Texas. Texas. What part of Texas? It just says sheriff. I don't know. No. Sheriff in the Texas. Sheriff in Texas. <laughs> I go, hey, so. Uh, There's a lot of sheriffs in Texas, buddy. I know. Everything's bigger. This is fun, good. guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks, well, thanks, for thanks for coming. Thanks for having us here. We've had a good time. Two more shows, and we're out of here. All right, ladies and gentlemen. that We are the Danish and O'Neill. And Steve Renazizi joining us. Have a good night. Go fuck yourself.